Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms, and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two-moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. These have all played parts in the world's fate, but it's the people that truly shape the future. And, every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery, quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum, or, in most cases, both. But on a far smaller scale, perhaps it is time we look at the 300 years since our last story. Much of the world of Atlaren has entered an industrial age of machines, magics, gunpowder, and most volatile of all, the printing press. Factions and nations fight for political supremacy as much with blade and bow as paper and ink. But the machinations of nobles don't mean much to our crew. In this particular window in time, it is the year 501, and despite the advancements of the world, the Antarctic continent of Frosthold is still a little behind. A trio of wanderers have unknowingly taken up a mercenary contract together, intertwining their separate threads. Each seek a form of salvation in their own way. One must undo a mistake, one must find their strength, and one must find their true place. Scrappy misfits all. This is their story, pitted against a world of danger and rushing further into the unknown every waking moment. I need no weapon, for I am the weapon. I need no armor, for my family is my armor. When I fall, I rise to guard eternal. This was the Nothar Creed that Fustrak Broadhorn was raised by. A Minotaur barbarian with a love of battle and honor, the son of Chief Tejar is fiercely protective of those he cares about. Fustrak is traveling the world to learn new fighting styles and techniques, and hoping to bring them back home to Garrod Eldathas. While not exactly smart, Fustrak makes up for it in brute strength and tenacity on the battlefield. The maul on his back comes in handy, but Fustrak prefers unarmed combat to even the playing field. Despite his gruff exterior, Fustrak can be quite patient, kind, and gentle, but guards the secrets of his past tightly, though it may soon catch up with him. If you're ever in search of polite company and good conversation, perhaps Magda Renly won't be your first choice. If you have a problem that needs taken care of by whatever means necessary, however, you won't find a better mercenary for the job. Hailing from the Bjorning Woods of Amnoblin, Magda has travelled the world under the employment of the Atlan Mercenary Company. She's a human blood hunter who acquires her abilities from special concoctions taught to her by the Guild of the Gate. While she has served the AMC for many years, anyone who comes across her may get the distinct impression she has no interest in niceties and kissing arse to rise through the ranks. Even so, Magda knows that in order to achieve her goals, she needs the AMC and the guild. If she'll ever be able to stop looking over her shoulder and finally start looking forward, she needs to play the game. But she'll be damned if she lets herself trust anyone again. Oh, hey there, guy. My name is Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, which you know is probably too many names, but Ma and Dad couldn't pick one they liked best, and even after all that effort to choose one, they like, you know, they ended up calling me Nick, wouldn't you know? 
Even my babysitters growing up, old Alma and Candy, called me all sorts of things because, Christ, they had a lot to choose from, didn't they? Half the time I don't even know who anyone is talking to, but I answer anyway because I just like to be helpful. Okay, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, you can just call me Noah. I grew up in a sweet little suburb of Port Midcord called Reese's Ridge, and I tell you what, I wouldn't have it any other way. My parents have a successful little potion shop that I helped out with as a kid. My dad was doing crazy experiments with the potions while Ma was tinkering away on whatever she could find. You know, I remember some of the other kids while I was growing up, they would come to our neighborhood barbecues and bring their toys over to show off. Why, this one time I accidentally melted poor Patty's new doll, and boy did I feel silly. After that, you can sure bet I got a good lesson in potion safety. Well, once I got older, I traveled around with the Phelan caravan since, you know, they were good friends of the folks, and I learned a lot more on my travels. Now, after traveling so much, I've helped the folks expand the business and, you know, created a few more things that we can stock in our stores. I came to Frosthold in search of some rare ingredients and some make some new, you know, potion things with. And I'll be darned all the heck if I'm not going to come up with something cool to show my dad next time I come home. Oh, hey there, everybody. Hello. Oh, hey. Hi, y'all. Chat is already oh, raring to go. Oh, I, uh, sorry, I was writing stuff. I should have been Oh, jeez, I didn't even see. It's okay. <laughs> Corey and Coop were flirting, and then Corey, or sorry, Coop placed new? a bet on whether or not Jasper's alive. So, uh, uh, let's do this. Hello. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Atlarn Adventuring Company. I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hello, everyone. I have Blake Wolf. Oh, hi! <laughs> and I have Zach Gale. Pleasure. Ooh. Okay, Easy. weirdos. All right. <laughs> so, I'm yet again unprepared. How's everybody's day thus far? Are you asking us seriously to answer that on live stream? Um, answer it politely. My day's been great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me your corporate answer. Oh, oh my god, you know. I love working for this company. It's been such a wonderful day. Just helping people. It, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say whenever anyone asks me how how's it going. <laughs> Which for um, anybody out there who doesn't live in the Midwest, that's Midwest for I wish I was dead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where uh, the hell am I now? Before we started the stream, I ate a way too large salad, and if I just disappear, it's because I've just spontaneously fallen unconscious. Oh, that's fair. Okay, that's normal. Just need a need a, a waffle thin mint, and you'll explode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what was that accent? <laughs> that's a Monty Python reference. Oh, was it? Yes. There's a whole skit where there's like this super fat guy who eats to the point of bursting and the waiter is so sick of him that he tries to make him eat just a wafer yeah. thin mint to actually make him explode. And he does. Oh. And he's yeah, supposed from... to be a, like a French waiter. So he's like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Monty Python, the meaning of life. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I haven't either. I've just seen that clip. Mm -hmm. But it stuck with me because it almost made me puke by how gross it was. Ah. Yeah. It's not their yeah. best work. It's no, it's pretty good. 
<laughs> no, it's Monty no, no. Python. I mean, None of it I mean, was very good. It's just all funny. I mean, the meaning of life, like as a movie, was not wonderful. Yeah, I, I was always I can't miss it. Uh, Holy Grail and Life, Brian. Mm. The Holy Grail is truly the Holy Grail of comedy. It's yeah. great. It's redonk. Yeah. But it is more fun to reference than actually watch. <clears throat> That's, this is true. Yeah, you know, yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the whole thing with Monty Python. Like, you see it a couple times, you memorize it, and then it's more fun to say than watch. Right. Uh, but anyway, hello everybody, welcome. Uh, I've already said that part, so let's go over last session, shall we? You guys get started, we I'm gonna shall. go get my chapstick, because I forgot it. Oh my fucking. Uh, what? Yeah, you never pay attention to the 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 notes and the the read. I pay attention to them. I just don't read them. All right, go get your shit. Um, he acknowledges the things. I, I appreciate all the work you do. Get out of my stream. I'm doing a thing. Okay. Uh, so you guys, uh, after returning to uh Torisa's, uh. You guys spent one last night at the Sleepy-Eyed Goose, and in the morning, Jasper visited Magda to talk about Mr. Luna, a.k.a. Lorcan. Uh, and Lorcan uh, paid you a little bit of a visit. Uh, he was trying to get a little bit of information out of you about what you're up to, but you didn't really surrender much of it. All he really told you is that he was curious about Walter, and uh, he thinks that maybe you shouldn't stick your nose where it doesn't belong when it comes to Lorcan himself. Uh, Magda got an update letter from Vague about Hector and learned he was no longer there. Uh, in fact, he went to Rhyme in order to try to find you. To drop some bad uh, beats. Hold on one second. <laughs> Rhyme. Do you think there's a reason to go to Rhyme? Ha 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 Yes, the Annika ha. Academy. Uh, I'm so clever. Uh, so clever. Uh, but clever uh, Magda, Magda <laughs> headed to the AMC office and met Jesse there asking for any further info to be sent to Manas. Uh, First Rock and Noah got clay badges from the AMC. Uh, this makes you ninth rank instead of 10th, uh, so you skipped. Um... Crew did a little bit of shopping. Fustrock met the local blacksmith Nora in Eastern Caster, uh, a 12-foot rune-tattooed geary woman whom you have never seen the likes of before. <laughs> if I weren't married. Um, Noah picked up some experimental potions. Uh, Fustrock got a gift from Jasper of an oversized fountain pen. Uh... And uh, on your way out of town, uh, Jasper uh, also thanked Magda uh, for her help with getting the crown back and not killing the Blue Shore. Uh, let's see. Long way south, uh, Noah got the package from Chris, uh, the watch, mm. uh, and also a letter uh, from, or a note from Chip saying to say hello to Alistair for him. Uh, skipping forward to Valder the 19th, you guys woke up to find missing clothing articles. And despite Magda saying, no, let's just keep moving, you guys followed the trail and came upon uh, 
small group of goblins, well, large-ish compared to your group, but a small village of goblins having a, a fashion show with a catwalk and everything with your clothes. Uh, instead of breaking into a fight, which I'm actually rather proud of you guys for, uh, you managed to trick them to give your clothes back by giving them a bag of holding, uh, which quickly turned into a goblin cannon. Uh, operated by punching the bag inside out mm -hmm. while a goblin is inside. Mm -hmm. uh, and you got the fuck out of there before someone died and things went wrong. Uh, Noah moved the infusion back to his own bag the following day, so if the goblins <laughs> are alive, they don't have a bag of holding anymore. Uh, skipping forward again to uh, another six days, Orn the fourth, uh, Magda ran out of bloodstone formaldehyde, and by Orn the seventh, your speed halved and slowed everybody down, so it was time to come up with a solution. You guys are still quite a ways out uh, from Lake Sing and Awaz, and Noah decided to try to replicate Bloodstone formaldehyde from base elements. Uh, Jasper managed to assist you with getting the right ingredients before he himself charged off to Awaz alone, uh, double time to see if he could find some black cascarilla for you. Um, I actually, I actually wrote down a little quote from last session, which was Magda saying, "No one needs to be doing this," and Jasper says, "Yes, we do. It's not up to you." Because no, he's sweet boy. Um, he also dead boy, but we'll get yeah, to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yep, you guys sent him off with a bunch of money uh, and a sending stone so he can check in once a day. Uh, he, at double speed, may be able to get there and back in eight days, which, if you guys can move at full speed, you can get there in eight days normally. So, if you're able to keep moving, he may meet you along the way. Um, Meanwhile, thanks to some amazing luck, Noah got just the right combination of ingredients to make the formaldehyde work for now. Uh, you managed to make one dose, uh, and Magda uh, didn't want to drink it in front of you guys until you, you pressed just a little bit for, like, why? And she finally revealed the rot and necrosis on her face. Uh, and she just spilled her whole damn story. Mm-hmm. Like the Cliff Notes version of her story, but pretty much her whole story. Yeah. Um, and, uh... Well, campaign's over, you guys. Yep. yep. We all know that when we get Ash's backstory, it's done. That's it. <laughs> that that was hard last campaign, because I think it was pretty much the same amount of time when I spilled Sylphie's backstory, too. It was oh, like that's four true, or yeah. five sessions or Yeah, something. but then Sylphie died, so it's fine. Yay! Well... There's a lot that happened after yeah. I, yeah. I spilled all that. I, I feel like Magda has given like has given like the Cliff Notes version, but hasn't given like any details. Like we've mm. gotten an extremely abridged version. Yeah. Like you haven't really said much of anything about Cal. You haven't mm -hmm. said that much about Lorcan beyond that he was the monster. Yeah. yeah, there's still plenty more. There's um, still but uh, just most major points, uh, Magda ran away from home with a guy named Cal, went to Rhyme. Uh, he went to school there. He started fucking around with some 
stuff that he shouldn't have been. He done got his ass killed by some monster that called itself Lorcan. Magda managed to undo that by giving away something that she didn't know what it was till later. Uh, then Cal Man. left her after she started to experience necrosis. And now Magda is a mercenary who fights to pay for her meds. <laughs> oh my god! Welcome yeah. to That's fucking, fucking terrible. capitalist yes. America where we don't have free healthcare, so we have to kill ourselves in order yep. to live. Yeah, Holy that shit. definitely wasn't the commentary that I was going for, but but that's actually what it is. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I I got very like a Megara from Hercules, like I sold my soul for this guy, and then he just ran off with somebody else. Oh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. like somebody that. mentioned that like last time. I think it was, was me. Bad. It was me. Yeah. I was like, oh, he Megara the shit out of her. Yep. Kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, Noah, with a nat 20 history check, pulled a perma heart and uh, remembered some stories about the Seely Court and Lorcan. Oh, that's right. Being uh, a scapegoat for something that uh, Titania's son, Hearsome, did. And he was exiled from the Feywilds, uh, that rhymed, uh, for something that he didn't do. Uh, you guys also discovered that the curse on Magda was not placed by a fae, it was placed by a demon. So that raised a couple questions of like, wait, what the fuck actually happened there? Because Lorcan is a fae entity. Uh, but yeah. We're starting out uh, the following morning after that whole uh, crazy day. Uh, it is Orn the 8th. It is getting into late summer. Uh, in the southern hemisphere, which means autumn is but a month away. Oh my god, it's almost like it's real life. Uh, huh? uh, but you guys awake in your camp that morning, uh, just the three of you, no Jasper, of course. Oh. He took off the previous evening. Did he check in with the stone the previous day? Well, he left fairly late in the day so no he didn't <gasps> he's dead you can you could have checked in with him yeah. if you wanted yeah i'll say i checked in with him that night yeah he he wasn't that far away when you checked in with him but basically he said haven't seen anyone yet um i'm leaving a trail marked on the trees for you guys the fastest route to awas uh, did he tell us what that trail looks like? Or um, is he just like, oh, I marked a tree, and we get to guess what it is? Um, he is leaving uh, He is leaving J's in the side of trees. Uh, Instead of, like, a slash that, like, could be anything, he's leaving specifically a J, so you know it's him. Okay. He learned enough of writing from Fustrak at this point to know how to make a J. Wow. He's grown up so fast. Yeah, eagle boy. In the two weeks oh. we've known him. Yeah. Yep. So, it is morning. You guys all awake. Uh, Magda, you're, uh, you're down to one point of exhaustion. Your okay. speed is no longer halved. Um, you will not gain a point of exhaustion today. Because you have sort of like one day of grace before the bad effects start to kick back in. Grace! Um, she died but, 30 years uh, ago. Uh, wow. Sorry, but Corey yeah. will love that joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, 
uh, okay, so, sorry, Ben distracted me, so... It's warning. Only one point of exhaustion, and you said I have a day until I can... St- I need to take again. Yeah, basically, okay. when Magda needs to go, like, lean on formaldehyde, she can take it every other day or a half dose a day. Mm, um, okay. But that's, like... You can't do that for too long before it it becomes unsustainable. But you can you can at least make it to AWAS if you can get a dose every other day. Gotcha. Okay, that works. So, okay. you guys wake up in the morning. Uh, Mag- Feeling like Pete Diddy. Sorry, I my mind is all over the place. I've had a lot of caffeine. <laughs> And you say, you ask us if we're all okay. I'm pretty sure you're in there, too. Uh, I wake um, up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy every fucking day, so I don't I know I don't want to feel like P. Diddy. He seems like an asshole. Um, right. Anyway, I want to I feel like Kesha. She's the one who said <laughs> that. I know. Like, current, well, maybe not current Kesha. I don't know. Current Kesha's kind of sad and broken, but she has good reason to be. Yeah. yeah. But, like, old Kesha also had, like, a drug problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all, what are you doing? Well, we're waking up. Uh, Shaking up. Yeah. Are we, so we don't have, yeah, we don't have tents or anything like that. Um, Oh, no, that was Ember. Sorry. Nope, I don't have a tent. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just waking up very slowly since I still have a point of exhaustion. Yeah, your speed is no longer halved, but you do have disadvantage on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm just tired as fuck. How long does it take Nick to make one of the bloodstone formaldehydes? Um, you, with your level of skill, assuming you have the ingredients, you can make it in like an hour. Do I have enough ingredients to make another one? I would say because Jasper had a really good role on finding ingredients yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can make another one. Okay. Um, then while everybody's waking up, uh, Noah's just going to get up a little early and start making... Start start brewing. Okay. Uh, roll me uh, a, a check for that. I believe you can add your... It's medicine or nature, you said, right? I believe in this case it's nature. Yeah, nature no, is what I used last either. time. You can use either, and then you can use your also use your tool proficiency, and I believe I read because you know the recipe, you can have advantage. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, the DC is just a little bit lower now because you've made it before. I'm also going to cast guidance on myself before I do it. Guidance. <laughs> Okay, good thing I... You said advantage? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. So, with... uh, 31. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you wake up just a little early thinking it's going to take you like an hour, hour and a half. You finished that bitch in 45 minutes, and you uh, managed to make a second one. Oh, now I have two more? Yes. Yes! So that'll last you for uh, four days if you take one tomorrow. I rolled a 19, plus proficiency, plus my nature, plus a four on the d4. That's, like, almost as high as I can go. Can I just say <laughs> how 
lucky it was that you decided to play an artificer. I had an alchemist artificer. I wasn't even yeah. thinking about Magda. I was just like, wouldn't it be well, cool if that. I could make potions? Yeah, of course you weren't thinking about it. Like, you didn't know, so... Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's what I'm saying is lucky. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, so, uh, Magda, by the time you wake up, uh, Noah's, like, putting away his brewing gear and has two vials of very familiar uh, dark bluish red streaked liquid in hand oh hey there chief and i'm well i'm also assuming that at some point he pricked you with a needle to get a drop of blood for each of them you were asleep you didn't notice (laughs) just it was very much like because i'm gonna reference this every time it's gonna be it's like a jurassic park one yeah yeah thank you john (laughs) uh hey there chief Oh, oh, hi. Uh, and I hand you the two bottles. Like, oh, here you go. That should last you a couple of days, yeah? Oh, uh, I'll take them. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I assume that I slept with my, um, because it's still cold, so I probably put my coat back on and everything, but I assume I slept with my mask down, but I'm going to pull my mask back up. Up to you. Yeah, I'm gonna pull my mask mask back up. Um, you guys, you guys will notice that the rot has receded just a little bit. Oh, that's because I know how to make really good potions, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for Magda, uh, with one level of exhaustion, you have disadvantage on ability and skill checks for now. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> not attack rolls and saving throws. Oh. That's with that's with three levels. That's nice. Um, is Foostrack awake too? Yeah. I assume so. Okay. He will be as soon as I kick him. Uh, <laughs> I I kind of put, make sure I'm covered up again, and I put my hat back on, kind of straighten myself out for the morning. And I look at both of them, and I'm like, uh, listen, about last night, um, <laughs> No, okay, you're gonna make it weird, so I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> About last night, I wanted to thank you both for everything, but I don't want it to be like a big deal. I I have my own things that I'm working on, and I assume you two do too, and so I don't want this to be... I don't want this to set us back on anything. So... No, we, uh, we can keep a secret. You, uh, you might want to talk to Jesper, though, because he was pretty worried about you. Well, yeah. I just don't want anyone else at the AMC to know I'm there's a few people who know um, and obviously the Guild of the Gate is aware as well um, but I don't want it really getting around because there's some right assholes in the AMC and people do a lot of shitty things to get promotions and shit like that so uh, well, you know, you know, back where 
back where I'm from, uh, you know, they we don't really talk about those kind of things because we've got lots of clients who like to keep things under wraps. You know, it's not like uh, old Mr. Uh, oh, what's it <laughs> Sorry. What are you going for? Can I go in? Oh, no. Old uh, Mr. Who? Old, uh, <laughs> don't fuck with me. Old Mr. Johansson, uh, he... You know, he doesn't want the whole neighborhood to know that he needs a special potion to get it up for his wife. So we just don't tell anybody. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm adding him to the list. What about his, what about his, his daughter, Scarlet? <laughs> oh, she's got nothing to do with it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. She's too busy, like, being a famous actress. Oh, no, I don't think she's part of the Phelan caravan, but she's... Oh, uh... slow down! Oh, slow sorry. Down. I love that you have to build all this shit that I just start making up. <laughs> Daughter Scarlet. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a shitty joke. Yeah, it was. Old Scarlet Johansson, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I don't watch movies. Oh, well. my God. Oh, you know, they call her Old Scar Joe down at the strip joint she works at. Oh, no. Oh, no. Who works at a strip club until oh she can afford to move to Constanos. Yep. To go city. To go to go to school to learn how to be a ballerina. Okay. For ballot. For ballot. Uh uh right. but you know, we won't tell anybody about anything. And uh also, do you do, are you more of a like a you're welcome kind of person or like a no problem kind of person? Because I know the young kids like the no problem, but the old people like to be thanked. Fuck them. Uh, I don't Sorry. really, I don't really care. <laughs> I have no preference. Okay, well, uh, then uh, keep up the good job, champ. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Noah is so confusing I, to Magda. Noah is confusing to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what he's saying nice. half the time. Um yeah, so just yeah, anyone you come across, I would just prefer to keep that between all of us and um yeah. I I still am planning even though we have this workaround I still am planning on getting into AWAS and getting some more Cascarilla and things like that. So it's not like this is going to be a permanent fix or anything. So I mean, I'm like getting pretty good at it. You, you are quite good at it. I mean, I'm alive, so yeah. that's something, and I do feel a lot better. Um, uh, P.S. Uh, Noah just broke out a homemade Rice Krispie treat from his mom. Oh. <laughs> I was looking at that. I'm like, ooh, I want a, I want a Cheerio treat real bad. <laughs> well, it makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> you look like the 4th of July. Oh, Zach, what, <laughs> Zach, what did you say? Um, Foostrock looked there and said, it sounds like this is a lot cheaper and the materials are quite a bit easier to find. I don't know if it's going to be a permanent fix, though. Not in winter. I 
There's a reason that the guild gave me that recipe, and it's because it's probably the most reliable recipe there is for it. Well, uh, I guess we'll see about that. I'll I'll keep working on it. Maybe I can find something a little cheaper, a little easier to use. Instead of, you know, you, killing every pigeon in Irakel. You don't, you don't have... Uh, you, you don't have to spend your free time on me. Oh no, this is what I love doing, eh? This in, uh, this in ice fishings. It's me from Wabashaw? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Fargo. <laughs> It's like it's like fucking Rose Nyland means grumpy old men. Uh-huh. It's great. Just uh, you know, maybe we can go to the the Oktoberfest, the Polka Festival. I don't know what's the equivalent of October in this world. Uh, <laughs> good question. Hold on. Also, did no one just ask Magda on a date? <laughs> no. Okay. It's like. That's what, that's what it felt like a little bit. Oh, no. no I all of us, uh, we can all go down there yeah. and they've got, you know, they've got like, uh, you know, waffles. So he asked, he oh, asked both of us on it. <laughs> yeah, maybe not as Polly. Ooh, we're yeah. going to be the Keep most options open. We're going to be the most Thru- hardcore thruple ever. Thruple, thruple. <laughs> so, uh, so all raising a child together. <laughs> yes, it is Jasper who's a fucking adult. <laughs> Seventeen, yeah, he's yeah. an adult. Um, so Who it starts depends. The <laughs> it depends. It depends. I mean, so am I. What hemisphere you're in? I'm not. Um, October, October-ish, like fall weather takes place in like Dothriel and Rianel for mm. uh, the southern hemisphere, whereas uh, for the northern hemisphere where Noah's from, it's more like uh, Vrosgar, Soros, Moravand area. Uh, the actual the actual uh, festival of trees, which is sort of like an early harvest festival, it's the autumn equinox, is in Vrosgar. Yeah, Frostfest. Okay, cool. We can And then after we're done we can go right. we can go like exchange gifts and stuff, or maybe we could go pick some apples in the orchard. Sorry, the autumn equinox is in Vrosgar. Uh, it's at the start of Rosgar. It is sort of like... I don't know. August, September. Uh, the Festival of Trees, the Harvest Festival, is in Moravand. My bad. Mor- if you look at the calendar, it's the bright orange in Moravand. I like Morfest mm-hmm. better. You just, <laughs> you, know, you just get more. You know, if we, uh, if we, we do that and we get some apples, I gotta... Pretty, uh, pretty killer cider recipe from back at home. Oh, and I, I mean, I got everything you would need to possibly brew that up. So, and we can, we can spice it up. I've got all these, all these spices in my vest. He's got the spice rack. It's just a bunch of spices across his chest. <laughs> hey, kid, you want to buy some time? <laughs> Where has the time got? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got. It's also full of like cocaine. I'm just like. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, probably not cocaine, but at least opium. So don't yeah. get the cocaine and the garlic powder messed up. That could make you, you get your metabolism way up there. Oh God, yeah. 
Talking about heart, heart healthy alliums. Boy, the cocaine will real do it, really do it. Oh yeah, that'll get you. That'll get you going. Just lickety split. <laughs> All right, we are wired Any, today. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I appreciate all the help and I don't want to hold us back too so we should just continue on as normal and deliver the package it's as if this never happened uh yeah this uh this never happened gotcha yeah uh, speaking of which, um, I grab the box with the wristwatch in it. Uh, I'll hold it back out to Noah, and I'm like, I don't, I can't accept this. I'm afraid you don't have a choice, because, you know, if I tell my mom that you didn't like that wristwatch, she's gonna be just heartbroken. It isn't that I don't like it. Are you sure? Because I... she's gonna take it very personally if you don't wear it every day. <laughs> Well, for one thing, how would she know? Because she's not here. Oh, I've already told her. That I'm wearing it. Yeah, that you would love it dearly, and it's your favorite thing in all the world, and you've never had anything so, so nice. You could Make a just... deception check. <laughs> Guidance? No, probably not. I mean, she'd be able to see you do oh, it. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I didn't take out any dice. Oh, that's fine. I'm gonna win anyway. Yeah, I have disadvantage, so I'm just gonna say that you... <laughs> yeah, you have disadvantage on insight No, right now. roll. I wanna yeah. see. Yeah. Hold on! Get a zero. Get a zero. Get a zero. Oh, I actually rolled okay. Sixteen. Four. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he lied. Oh, God. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, he's lying for the sake of his mother. Alright. Well, you could just keep telling her, then, that I love it. And, uh, we don't have to talk about it. Like, we could just, you know, it's too expensive, so. Uh, you know, just as long as when we finally visit Reese's Ridge that you're wearing it, that's all that really matters, I suppose. I... whatever. Okay. I'll put it back in my stuff, then. That's damn right. Yeah. Accept my gifts. She's too I'm... tired to fight it. <laughs> so... Megan must be a hoot at the holidays. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I she mean... hasn't had a holiday with anybody for like seven years. Yeah. Oh well, God. you also have to like. She was the son of a, or the, the son, son. <laughs> the daughter of shoemakers. Well, but... that would be a whole new. That would be a very yeah, a unexpected twist on the story. Yeah. Like, absolutely welcome, but I did not know. Yeah, no, right. It's, it's not that. I just slipped up. Um, but, like, yeah, she's a daughter of shoemakers, so it's like, you know, she's not rich. She's never been rich. Oh, is like, that, uh, is that old, uh, oh, is that Beatrice Shoemaker? What? I... Yeah, uh, we we had this lady back in Reese's Ridge called Beatrice Shoemaker, and she was actually weirdly the shoemaker. How lucky! <laughs> Except it was uh, spelled weirdly. Like it was a, it was like a, <laughs> like like S C H U. Yeah. It was a S 
S-C-H-A-U-M-A-U-K-A-R. No, I'm not yes-anding that. It is is now spelled S-C-H-M-A-C-H-E-R. Oh my god. Schumacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I can deal with that. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know if maybe you were from around there or maybe she did something else. But I don't know if she ever got married. I'm... Or had a child. I guess you don't, those aren't exclusive. (laughs) Is that breakfast? Is that something? Oh yeah, I've got lots of these, uh, these little breakfast treats that Chris sent me. Or my mom. Yeah, Okay. I would like it if Noah called his mom by her name. That would be funny. That would be really cute. Oh, hey, Chris. I know a few people who do that. I love their relationship with their parents. It's, like, really close. Um, but anyway. Beatrice Schumacher. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's actually <laughs> Um, but no. You know, you and know what's even last name is Renly. She's yeah. the cobbler, but you know what else is crazy? She actually makes a really great peach cobbler. How, again, how convenient. Right? I can't wait to see the 200-page document that Taylor has. <laughs> yeah, fucking... Oh, I'm just adding it to his. Yeah, book, Noah's, so all on Noah's backstory thing is, like, probably almost four pages long now. Fucking Figastasia. <laughs> and Matilda the pirate. Uh, Matilda is also a gnome, if you want to add that on there. She's, like, the what tiniest is- pirate. What was the name of her ship? Shit, what was it? It was very ship sounding. It was like tide wave, tide water, water ship. Down? Down. It's just water ship. Oh. That's the prequel. Yeah. (laughs) I'll look back and find it later. It's such a great book. Anyway. Oh. Anyway. So. Yeah, so, yeah, just, um, yeah, that's, I'll, sure, I'll keep it with me, but if, if it causes, are we still talking about the watch? Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe we should move on from that. Do you guys want to get moving for the day? I think that watch belongs to you now. You can deal with any moral problems that you have about said watch at a later time. Great. All right. If you'd like to leave a message, press the star key. <laughs> she says it out loud. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is like, "What the fuck are you referencing?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys uh, pull together breakfast from your supplies and you uh, head out. Uh, Magda is able, uh, able to keep up today, though it is a little bit of a slog. Um, somebody roll me a D. <laughs> Eight. I will. Oh God. Three. Three. All right. Um. <clears throat> so after the next long rest, your exhaustion goes away. Um. And I assume you take one of your uh, bloodstone from all the hides for the next day. Ye. Uh, that'll get you through. Ye. That'll get you through. Uh, eight. So that'll get you, uh, the formaldehyde you have will get you through to Orn 12th, which is about halfway uh, from your stopping point to Awaz. 
So you got about four more days to go. Um, For the sake of brevity and the fact that this doesn't need to be a constant threat at this moment, I'm going to say that uh, Noah has gotten the recipe down enough to be able to make the last two that you absolutely need to get to Awas, but it is getting increasingly harder to find the ingredients. Okay. Um, uh, just because you're there's only so much. Yeah. But yeah. Um, when you said that the sending scroll is only good for once per week, is that once per seven days or once per five days since the week's That is different? once per at Larn week, so five days. Okay, so Orn the 12th is when uh, the sending scroll would come back if it's going to. Yes, yes. Um, and indeed, you do get it back, and I have a thing prepared <gasps> for you. Oh my god. Are you going to read it to me? <clears throat> yes. Do I get to read it? Or do you want to read it in her voice? Uh, it's not from her. It's actually from Chip. Yes, give me Chip. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Irish me. Minnesota. Irish Minnesota. Oh yeah. Uh oh god, hold on. Uh, oh my god, I'm sorry. Did you just see Coop's message? What? He's gonna take silence specifically for Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um. Oh god, how do you do Irish? Uh, oh, hoity-toity-toy. toy Oh, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. Yeah, that's not even... <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Zach okay. is good at it. Um, having, having to... Uh, what? Okay. Uh... I'm this sorry. is gonna be bad because I'm still I'm still working on his voice, but it's uh hey my favorite boy. Looks like I'm writing the letters for a change. I know my writing my handwriting's awful, so your ma let me borrow the auto writer. Uh you do notice this one is typed instead of Oh thank God. Eh? Uh you're not gonna believe what happened with your black cast gorilla recipe, but I think we figured it out. And when I say we, I'm kind of ashamed to admit it wasn't me at all. Uh but we figured it out. And I'm sending a few samples later today for you to test and double check just in case. Obviously, we can't test them if we don't know what you're using them for or who. Uh, honestly, I want to tell the story in person, and I might just get the chance to, since your ma's getting ready to go down to Frosthold herself. Lots of projects lined up and such. We thought, hey, Nick's down there around the area she's headed to. Why not make a little vacation of it? Oh God! I can hand the shop to some friends for a while to sell from existing stock, and he kind of rambles, and we and have myself a little time away. Uh, your mom's always saying I never take a break. Uh, she has no room to talk, really. I'm gonna make sure she has some good quality alone time too between her projects. We're still planning and getting things nailed down, but let us know where you're at if you don't mind your old mom and dad stopping by uh, and interrupting your first big adventure away from the caravan. Aww. Speaking of which, the caravan's probably going to be in Frosthold sometime too, soon too. Not sure when, but probably around the west side of the peninsula. It's kind of dangerous there sometimes, so I don't know how long <coughs> they'll stay, but I'm sure they'd love to see and meet your new friends. I'll stop gabbing. I'm a terrible typist anyway. That's why your ma's the record keeper. She's the only person who can read half my handwriting, and she's lightning fast with these darn machines. Remember, bud, always always marry someone smarter than you if you can help it. You'll feel like a fool the rest of your life, but boy, how do they save your butt sometimes. (laughs) Okay, now I'll actually stop a promise. Love, dad. P.S. 
It's it's Ma. I stole the auto rider. Love you, sweetheart. Hope your friend's okay. Aww. And uh, shortly after you finish reading that, uh, you hear a pop, and a little box falls on the ground. Oh. Oh, hey there. Look at all this stuff. And I, like, rip it open. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, in this box, uh, there are two uh, small, like, like quarter quarter size like, round jars uh, full of a black glittery powder. Mm. Do I know what it is? Uh, you assume it's Black Cascarilla. Uh, it yeah. doesn't look exactly like Black Cascarilla, but it's close enough that you imagine they managed to make a substitute. Uh, there is not a recipe enclosed yet. Okay. Um, they're still working on it. Is that all that's in the box? Um, I imagine there's a couple more treats in there, too, just, like, yes. stuffed in the corners. Yes. Um, and, uh, uh, and, uh, I mean, obviously you've got your scroll back. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's it for the moment. Is this, is, is this what it's like to have fantasy parents? What, ones who actually love and care for you? It's weird. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know all of us go into existential crisis mode or just like, oh god. <laughs> it's it's funny because I get to play a lot of people's parents in this game, and whenever they don't kill their parents, that is, um, and I always play these like really loving, sometimes a little overbearing parents that like they're really nice, but God, they're just too involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's my, that, I guess that's my dream parent. I don't know. <laughs> but they're mm. just like, yeah, whatever you want, but like, please include me. And it's like, is that what I'm missing? Oh, God. No. <laughs> Existential crisis. Okay. Oh, my God. Corey, you're um, killing me. Oh, God. <laughs> Getting real a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that kind of day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Magda, you see this as well. Um, and in the box, there's like a bunch of treats and a tiny note from Chris that says, I don't know how many friends you have, but I hope this is enough. <laughs> oh my god. It's, god. Like a ha- it's like a dozen like little bitty like cookies and treats and such. And like, um, <coughs> there's, a, there's a thing back home where you're from that it's like... Uh, it's similar to that, like, uh, what's it called? The molasses log treat that Rose Nyland yeah. made. Oh my god, yeah. And she's, like, cut slices of it for you. Yeah. I was thinking of uh, Amish friendship bread for half a second. Oh, I'm sure that's in there, too. Yeah. It's not Amish. It's Phelan friendship bread. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Quinn totally made that. Uh, oh, hey, look at all these treats, you guys. Do you want some? I'm Ooh. good. Oh no, I think you definitely want one, and I hand her one. It's this really dark, like, pastry that's, like, has really thick molasses in between layers, and it's, like, covered in, like, uh, really coarse sugar. I'll pull my mask down and take a little nibble. Oh yeah, there you go, that'll put some meat on your bones. It's, uh, well, it puts something on your bones. Well, yeah. Um, Yeah. It is mostly diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely dense and like super rich, but not like that like gross level of rich. It's almost got like a little uh a little touch of savory to it as well. You don't know what it's coming from, but it's fucking delicious. Mm. 
I give one to Foostruck as well. Oh, he gobbles it right down. He doesn't even think <laughs> yeah. about it. He could have given him just a block of black tar heroin right now, and he just would be. Oh, God. Whoa, concerning. <laughs> uh, Do my what? pupils look big? <laughs> You're doing me a heckin' concern there, guy. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. And then I'll wrap the rest up in, like, a little cloth. <laughs> Uh, you know, if you need any more, I've got plenty where that came from. <clears throat> so, cool. uh, as you guys go, uh, Jasper does check in with you each night as promised. Okay. Um, the first night, uh, he basically checks in to say, making good time. Uh, he's made it to the top of a hill, and he can see Lake Sing in the distance, and he's left a trail for you guys. Um Second night, no issues so far. Uh, got to the edge of the lake, uh, ran into a fisherman who wasn't scared of him, and actually gave uh, Jasper a ride down the shore. Oh no! Um, <clears throat> on the third night, uh, he passed. Uh, they didn't go too far down the shore, but on the third night, he passed by a little hamlet on the outskirts of Awas. Um. Nobody noticed him there. Uh, fourth night, he checks in saying that he got caught by some Glacier Watch near Awas, but managed to get away. Uh, he's okay. He's terrified, but he's not hurt. Why would the Glacier Watch? Oh, just because he's a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's not doing anything. Because racism. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Uh, Day five, he reached Awas but couldn't get in safely. He's looking for an alternative. He noticed a tower on the lake shore. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Uh, on the sixth night, as you guys actually uh, are traveling along the edge of Lake Seng at this point, uh, he checks in and says he managed to circle the city walls and found uh, the tower at the lakeside is actually not within the walls. Um, he got caught nearby by a very nice lady who listened to his story when she asked him what he was up to. Um, and when he asked for where he could buy Black Cascarilla, she actually gave him some. And even though he didn't have enough money, uh, so Jasper gave her what he had and he has doubled back to meet up with you guys. Uh... Hey. On uh, and the lady helped him get away from Awas. Okay. Uh, on the seventh night, as you guys are actually coming down a hill toward Awas itself, and I'll give you a description in a second. Um, you guys camp because it's a little too far to go in the dark. Um, Jasper checks in and says he was woken up by Glacier Watch and ran. Uh, managed to lose them, and he's going to camp in a big tree so they can't find him. He's going to try to signal you guys when he can. Uh, however, in the morning, um, as you guys are heading down the hill toward Awas, uh, your sending stone breaks. Oh, Meaning it's lost connection. Shit. That means they destroyed the other one. Yep. Uh, okay, you guys, so, so hold on. that's not good. Yeah, let me give you a quick description of where you are. Uh, and actually, I forgot to pull up uh, Roll20. I can show you the town. <gasps> Yay! Oh, also, we needed to get water from the lake. 
Uh, Lake Sing is literally next to Awas, so you yeah, can do yeah. that at any time. Oh, we have to go visit the tree too, so. Yeah, when you see the city map, you'll see how just how close yeah. it is. I figured we'd get Jasper and then go do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get baby. Baby. My baby boy. To <laughs> <laughs> stall for me, would you? Yeah, sure. Uh, what was this... what when you said that? It made me think of. Uh, the seer that we came across where she was yeah. like oh, oh may the, the light of oh, hesperus the wisdom of the evening star <laughs> what was her name it was something stupid willow, it was willow. willow that's right yeah mm. she's like oh i can see the sun even though i'm blind you're like well <laughs> okay be upon you dear <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys liked her. I'm glad oh that mm -hmm. uh, fucking influenced that. The tumor She was so yeah, fucking creepy. Yeah. She was. And she half was the great. time I was convinced she was blind because she stared at the sun too long. Because <laughs> that, that was the evening star. She was like, oh, I can still see yeah. it. And you're like, well. <laughs> it's burned into your retina. Yeah, you're going to see it for the rest of your life. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god. god. It just okay. looks like everyone's censored because there's a big. Yeah. I missed everything that you, you said. You broke up a little bit, but I yeah. I caught the gist of what you're putting down. Okay, there you go. What you're putting down. Picking up what you're putting down. So, you guys uh, found a road on your way in to Awas. Can you all see it? Yee. Yeah. Okay. You're coming down okay. this, uh, this, or you're coming down this uh, eastern road that comes away from the lakeside. Uh, what color is um, the road? What uh, color brown. is it? Okay, I'm just double checking. You never know. You never know when it's gonna be yellow brick. Yep, you never fucking know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, coming down through the central rune wood, you do see uh, it would be off to your left as you come down. Uh, you do see. Uh, like three story walls and then an almost like orthanc like tower just Ooh. rising out of the woods um it doesn't have the like saruman like top of the staff orthanc tower thing but it is flat at the top it's just no. like a pin going into the sky it's this tall thin tower like a big chest um, piece. <clears throat> what it's like a big chest piece yeah sure why not? Um, but you uh, approaching Awas itself, uh, the walls around the city are uh, all fully like uh, granite so, and like two stories tall, so not quite as well defended as the tower. Um, and you enter the outer village of Pikerest. And uh, you haven't seen any sign of Jasper thus far. Uh oh. Uh. Uh, do we do we know anything about this place? Like, is there a Glacier Watch here? Yeah, Glacier Watch is the Continental Army of Frosthold. They're everywhere. Okay. Um, they, uh, as of the moment, the majority of them are in Isa because they're holding the line. 
but there's generally an outpost of them in every city. Uh, Awas is smallish for a city. Uh, it's bigger than Turisas, <laughs> so they probably have their own. Uh, they probably have their own guard, which, as you come into the city, you do see their own unique guard and not Glacier Watch. But every town does have them. Okay. Uh, they do also have an AMC office here. Uh, maybe we should go to the AMC office and see if we can find them. <sighs> yeah, all right. Um, at this point, my exhaustion's gone, yeah? Yes. You're, okay, good. You're, you're sitting at a, a good five out of ten right now. Great. Yeah. Hey, that's solid. And I can work with that. Yeah, yeah. I work um, with that every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the black cascarilla that Chris sent... Uh, you have two more doses that you can make, so you can make it four more days if you ration. Uh, okay. But you're starting to get to the point where half doses won't help you if you continue too long. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you guys enter Pikecrest and uh, hit the gate between Vidara and uh, Lake Markets. What do you do with Oh, Lake Marquettes. Uh, I want to go to West Bel Air. <laughs> it was Philadelphia, born and raised. Um, <laughs> what? You said West Bel Air? Yeah, that's so the name of the that town. There's West and East no, Bel Air. It's West oh, Bel Air. Yeah. Are we, wait, are we coming up from down? Because, like, your little indicator was, like, way up top. When... Yeah, you're coming south along this Oh, okay, road. okay. I just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah, it might behoove us to go to the AMC office, see if anyone has seen Jasper. I also need to check in with some people there, too. Although I did say to forward my messages to Manas, but yeah, I can still, I'm still want to just make sure see if I can get some more information there, but yeah, it might be best to go to the AMC office. It's, uh, it's I'll, uh, tell, you guys, tell you guys what, why don't you guys go to the AMC office? I'll go to the Glacier Watch office, see if I can find them there. Uh, okay. I'm not gonna, you know, I, it's not that I don't trust you, Foostrack, okay? <laughs> um, uh, I am just a little concerned that there's going to be a Glacier Watch office left uh, by the time you find him. Is this because I punched that one guy and he died? It's I mean, that guy he punched and, a lot of guys and they died. Yeah, and then that one lady who didn't really deserve it, but, you know, I wasn't there for that, so I guess I can't, don't really know. You are very correct. You were not there for that one. It's true. <laughs> Uh, I was there for all of them and it was terrifying every time so maybe you do need like a little bit of a babysitter especially when you're like emotionally compromised yeah that's fair mm. uh, would you like me to go be his babysitter I'm very trustworthy sure I can go to the AMC office by myself uh, oh, P.S. For you guys, um, Jasper also has an AMC badge. Tom gave him one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so that means if the Glacier Watch took him, they're apprehending an AMC mercenary. Yep. Those bastards. Well, 
they may also think that he killed an AMC member and took it. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it has, his name, has his name on it. it. It does. Yeah, but they may also not believe that that's his name. That's I true. Guess, it's not well, a very kobold his... name. Ja- what, is it like it's Jasper not. the Kobold? That's no. Um, you you heard him tell his name to Tom, where mm-hmm. he said Jasper, and stopped, mm-hmm. and just said Jasper. His real well, name is Jasper the Kobold. Yeah. These Glacier Watch yeah. guys are kind of dickheads. Yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in our experience thus far. Yeah, um, that's fair. All right. Well, if you two want to go, you can. I'm, I would like to go to the AMC office. So. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Fuck, who runs the office in this town? Uh, uh, keeping it on your toes. As we as we walk away, I like look up at Foodstruck and like tap my gun, and I'm like, uh, "Don't worry, everything's gonna be hunky dory by the time we're done." <laughs> I I just wait. That's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. It's not concerning at all. His voice gets higher. He's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, okay. So All right, who's going first? You tell you tell us <laughs> well who wants to go. Oh, let's go, Fustrock. Let's go get the Jasper back. Hell yeah. Let's go get the Jasper. Alright, um... Go get our BB. BB. His... <laughs> it is canon. His last name is The Kobold. That is yeah. absolutely his last name. The Kobold. But it's one word. Yeah. Yeah. It's spelled strangely, obviously. Yep. Okay, uh, so... The boys head off uh, the boys. into... How do you go about finding where to find the GWC office? Well, the first thing I do is I find a child. <laughs> is there a child? <laughs> Make me a perception. Ah, uh, hello, children. I have treats. I have treats. At least this and one so is actively <laughs> creepy. Child, is there a child? Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is what Kit used to do. Yeah, yeah, I well, miss doing that. S- fucking Sylphie did it first. Yeah, child? Yeah. Is there a child anywhere? Didn't you give a child, like, a ridiculous amount of money, and then they yeah, just fucked off? Yeah, they fucked off. Yeah. They didn't even deliver my message, and I was like, fuck you! Uh, it's fucking a child. It's a 14 for, for perception. Uh, you don't... As you're wandering around the uh, lake markets... Um, the lake markets. There aren't really any younger children here, but you do come across uh, like a 14-year-old kicking rocks on a corner who looks oh, like yeah. he has nothing better to do. Oh, hey there, guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah? What? Uh, uh, we, we need some help getting someplace. If you can give us some instructions, I have like treats or money or whatever the kind of things. I have some drugs. That's probably not a good idea, but I do have them. Um, and this this kid who's like half elf, got a, like a long mop of dark hair. Kind of, if he could wear a hoodie, he'd be wearing a hoodie with his <laughs> hands shoved in his pockets, like ripped pants, like heavy boots. And he just kind of looks at you. And he's like, "Are you like, are you like selling something?" Or? Oh no, we're actually looking for the Glacier Watch office. If you can tell us where it is. Oh, sure, two gold. No. 
Um, you already offered <laughs> money, like... I offered money, I didn't offer a small fortune, especially for someone like you. Yeah, I'm, like, new to all this, I could use a head start. Insight check. I also <laughs> like how Noah's, like, fucking rich and two gold really isn't that big of a No, deal. you're right, you probably would have just given it to him. Yeah. But I want I mean, an insight just... check. Okay, Honestly, that's better than the first thought that came across my mind, which was basically telling this kid you're tell us or I'll beat the shit out of you. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's child abuse. Uh, my insight is minus one, so seven. Uh, he, I mean, he's obviously young and looks like he doesn't have a lot of money, so yeah, he can use a head start. Okay, well, you know, I'm always here to help somebody, uh, you know, get started in business because, you know, as my folks always said, Helping the people out to, uh, yeah, and supporting them is the best thing you can do. It's so neighborly, you guys. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's nice. Uh, yeah, I do too. Have you ever heard of, uh, uh Barago's Brews and Balms? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, we run this sweet little potion shop up in Reese's Ridge, and we just keep on, uh, we just keep on expanding. We're doing it all over the place, and um, now we're even listen, coming to Frosthold. Listen, <laughs> mister, like... I'm like, I got, I got somewhere to be. Uh, oh, do you have a business meeting that you need to go to? No, but I'm thinking of starting one. A business meeting? No, like a business. Oh, what kind of business are you starting? Um, and he like looks around and he's like, I'm going to be a fishmonger. And you see he glanced at a, at a, at a stall selling fish. <laughs> Well, uh, and I kind of look around, and I'm like, you know, it doesn't look like there's a lot of those here. So, like, uh, that's probably a really good idea. Uh, yeah, what kind yeah. of fish are you going to be selling? Do you got a boat yet? Do you need someone uh, to help you finance the boat? Um, I figure I... <laughs> oh, he, like, stops and thinks for a second, and he's like... I'll start on the dock or something. Um, you know, that's not like, a bad idea. I gotta go, so if you could, like... If you could, like... <laughs> any, like like beckons for like the oh. gold i pull out a piece of parchment and a pen and i'm just like you know we can do a contract right here and i can get you started on a short-term loan or a long-term loan and you just really low interest you know my dad and ma told me how to do it all the time we I, we finance places all over the place you know you know my parents are already like like a thousand golden debt i don't really want to get into that I mean, you gotta spend a little money to make some money, right? Take a little yeah, risk. Yeah, and that's that's why you're paying me, so I give you what you need, you know, like a service for a payment. So if you can, like, give me the payment, I will provide the service, and then I'll fuck off. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, I guess we can probably do something like that. Uh, would, uh, would you like a treat while we're sitting here talking, or are you kind of... No, I would like the gold, and then oh I will God. tell you I just things. slapped the fucking gold in his hand. <laughs> He's like, fuck, <laughs> thanks. Time is the essence. And he <laughs> proceeds to point over your shoulder um, at a building, um, a large uh, triangular building across the square. Oh, that one. Uh, the, uh, the, he says... Go over to the the Adrian over there, and the the GWC wing is on the north end. Okay. Ah, uh, well. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for your cooperation. Let me know if you ever need a loan. Man, I was gonna hustle the shit out of that kid. <laughs> 
Well, this truck ain't messing around. Yeah. Okay, Foostruck, it looks like we got what we came for. Good teamwork and let's uh let's go. Not so charming What's anymore, up? is he? Oh, is Zach is Zach frozen? Uh uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking up real bad. Okay. Oh no, man, there's some no, good robot stuff no, going but... on right now. <laughs> no, you but... may need to go out and come back in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gone, that's gone. what she said, eh? Oh. 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 <laughs> oh, hey there, guy. Be back? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my D&D Beyond crashed, so oh. I can't get my uh, character sheet up. Oh, okay. And when I tried to reload it, it messed up Zoom. So that's you're fun. Still, you're still yeah, robot. Your yeah, video you're still a little robot. Still... <laughs> well, come back in. That was palpable. I think I that felt that. That was so bitchy. It was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's okay. We can sit here and talk about, you know... Yeah. All the crazy things. All the crazy things. <laughs> all the crazy things, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm going more youper than yeah. Minnesota. I, like, jump between... I assume I'm, like, from northern Minnesota... Or it's like almost yeah. the UP. Yeah. So I'm like, like kind of Canadian, kind of Uber, kind of Minnesota. It's just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, this is <gasps> my favorite thing to do with a character is you just talk and talk and talk until people hate you. Yeah. You let's actually really well. let's actually bounce over to Magda while oh, I'm okay. waiting. Um, that you know that works actually. Sorry, sorry y'all. We'll be back. Nah, it's time. okay. Uh. But yeah, you, uh, you. How are you finding the AMC office? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I am. I'm just gonna corner someone and be like, "Hey, who do you corner? AM what are you looking for in a person to corner?" Uh, I'm just weak. gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna find someone who doesn't look like a jackass. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna assume a woman. Sure. Well. Sure. Somebody I can scare enough to like. Uh, okay, so probably just, like, a small tell child. Me. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be a dick. Yeah, either, make but... me make me a perception check. <laughs> it's the same kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, seventeen. Yeah, it's the same kid. Oh um, God. <laughs> you, you don't catch him walking away from the boys. Um, but. Uh, you you catch this like hi you're here back. you catch this uh emo looking kid who's like walking like quickly away and you you sort of get in his way and he stops and he's like yeah where's the amc office how much money do you have <laughs> uh i'm gonna take out my kasari gum and i'm gonna be like this much money where is it but I'm like a child, right? I don't give a shit. Make an intimidation check. Oh, I'm really bad at intimidation. I don't know why. Yeah, this is his. This is his origin story. This is the big bad. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you know uh, that scene at the beginning of Jurassic Park where he talks about gutting that kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like literally, that's what this is. Uh, I got an 18. What's your armor class? Holy shit, he's gonna hit My you. My armored class? Yeah. 16? Six, okay, meets beats. Uh, this kid, like, 
you don't even see him broadcast what he's about to do, but just this sudden just roundhouse kick and your Kusari Gama just goes flying and lands in the side of a building. Like, he didn't even touch your hand, and he's just like, oh, fuck. fucking, you want to try that again, lady? Yeah, okay, and then I'm gonna, like, di- so Are it you just- you gonna get into a fight with a 14 <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> fuck this kid! <laughs> fuck this guy! Uh, wait, so, so you said it flew out of my hands? Yes. Did I keep a hold of the chain? Dexterity oh save. Yeah. This is literally okay. the origin story Oof. of our big bad. Not great. Eight. <laughs> no, you do not keep hold of it. He sends Shit. it like 15 feet away from you. And All it just right. just does that thing in the side of a building. Then I'm going to pin him up against the wall. <laughs> okay, make a... Well, let's do a, uh, athletics versus athletics. Okay. I'm not great at athletics. Fuck. I'm being pretty stupid right now. Eleven. <laughs> You go to grab him, and he, like, judo throws you onto the ground. Oh, shit. What the fuck? This kid sucks. Uh, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and he's, like, he's like in a stance. Like, you're like, oh, shit, this kid actually knows how to fight. Yeah, I'm going to kick him in the nuts. <laughs> All right, go. you can try. Uh, is that another athletics? No, roll to attack. Oh, with disadvantage because you're on the ground. It's unarmed, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. We could be helping our friend. We could be. Shut up. Uh, nine. <laughs> no, he parry. He like parries it. He like kicks your leg sideways. It kind of hurts a little bit, and he like backs up so you can't do it again immediately. Um, but he's just like, listen, we can do this, lady, or you can fucking get out of the out of my way. Can I reach the chain on the Kasari Gamma on the ground? Uh, no, not from here. Okay. God, <laughs> I hate this kid so much. I don't know what your fucking problem is. I didn't do anything to you. <sighs> Whatever. I'm gonna like try and slip out from underneath them because I'm oh, he's bored not now. like he's not like holding you down. Okay, cool. He's well, I'm just gonna his- like push him off me and get up yeah he's he's not over you or anything he just dropped you um but yeah you can see he's not in a like i'm gonna hurt you mode he's in a i'm gonna defend myself mode yeah i'm just gonna push him off and stand up yeah and he just he's not he's not squaring up by any means but he's like ready and he like takes a couple steps back like eyes on you and just sort of slips away into the market. Oh my god. Um, and about the same time, you feel did, a hand uh, on your shoulder. Did mm. did we see this by chance? Because he was uh, just by us. Did we, like, see the scuffle? I feel like you catch the end of it as you hear the, like, sound of somebody getting slammed. But at that same moment, uh, you feel a hand on your shoulder. You guys see... Uh, a couple of Glacier Watch officers have walked up, and one has put a hand on Magda's shoulder, saying, "Ma'am, I think you should uh, you should come with me." <sighs> Wait, it's a mercenary who's doing. No, this? it's Glacier Watch. Oh, Glacier Watch. This like, is like military. Piss off! It's like, no, 
It is against the law to assault someone in the street. We saw what you did. He knocked knocked my weapon away first. Because you pulled a weapon on him. So? Ma'am, you have two options. You can either come with us and we can sort this out, or we can drag you there. Uh, uh, flashing my badge isn't going to give me anything. Probably. <sighs> Whatever. Who gives a shit? Um, she'll just go. Yeah, the other one picks up your Kusarigama and, like, winds up the chain and keeps it. Um, and they walk you, uh, each with a hand on your shoulder. Like, they're not restraining you, but they start walking you toward the Adren, uh, toward the Glacier Watch office. Ah, uh, damn it. I ne- uh, this is why I don't, like, make snap decisions in D&D ever, but... This is my Man, favorite part. Like... Every time you do something like this, it always goes terrible, I and I love know. it. I really it's love almost it. Like, it's almost like there's laws and consequences. Weird, you guys. It's almost like Magda as a hand-to-hand combatant is about as good as Astrid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you guys... no strength. <laughs> you two see Magda be gently accosted by the two Glacier Watch officers, and they take her weapon and start walking her toward the Adren. And they walk by, uh, right by you guys. Oh, hey, oh, God. And uh, one of the officers looks at you and says, uh, keep out of the way, please. And they just keep going. Uh, can we Meg- follow you to the office? Why? Because uh, we're looking to talk to the Glacier Watch leader, captain, general, whatever uh, the hell. Yeah, if you don't know the way, just keep your distance, please. Ah, uh, yes, sir. And they continue on. Escorted yeah, Magda. The temptation to kill these men is so strong. Yes. <laughs> That's not going to do any good right. at all. Let oh, the no, hate flow through you. That's why I'm not doing it. But yeah, uh, they lead the way Dude. over to the north end <laughs> of the Adren, which is a triangular sort of complex. Uh, as you get there, you see it has a lot of signage to sort of show you where to go. The north end is the Glacier Watch area. Um, the southwest end belongs to the city guard. And the southeast end is the, not the prison, but like a temporary jail or almost like county jail, kind of like, I don't know what to call it. Anyway, um, <clears throat> they lead you into the north end and uh Inside, it's very nicely decorated, but not oh. overdone. The floors are uh, sort of patterned stone, and the walls are all uh, timber and decorated with Glacier Watch banners. Um, there's, like, certificates of judges that work there, and different people with uh, accolades and ranks listed. Um, but they take you up to the front desk, and one of the officers... Uh, speaks to the secretary and uh, says, we found this um, lady out in the streets uh, assaulting a kid. Uh, We're going to put her in a cell for the moment and we'll... uh, You fucking kidding me. Listen, you have the right to remain silent, but I I prefer you use that right. I... This is all a misunderstanding. I was just trying to get directions from somewhere. Then why did you pull a weapon on a child? Because he wouldn't tell me, and he doesn't look like a kid. He looks 
I mean, obviously, he, like, fucking handed my ass to me. Anyway, we're gonna go put her in a cell. Listen, and we don't need to make her. this no, a thing. <laughs> it's gonna be a thing. And uh, the other one walks can behind Noah you. Noah walk up. Both of your arms can, and starts to handcuff you. Can Noah walk um, up behind them? And be yeah. like, be like, oh, hey there, you guys. Okay, so here's the thing, right? So this lady right here is with us, and she kind of got away from us. We're sort of her caretakers. She's got some anger issues. We're still working them out. If you guys would like, I've got tons of treats and things. And, uh, you know, it, we can just pretend this didn't happen. I already went and paid that kid, you know, a couple of gold, so he's fine. Uh, the, the officer continues putting manacles on you with your hands behind your back. The other one turns to Noah and says, Listen, I don't know where any kind of glances between you and Fustrock, realizing that you're a little weird. It says, I don't know where y'all are from, but uh, in Awas we have laws and we have protections for the citizens. If you attack one of the citizens without being provoked you're going to have an issue. Right. Well, this is all going to end up in a fine anyway, right? So how much do you want? So we can just skip all the formalities. That is not up to us to decide. Uh, how long is this going to take? <laughs> and the other officer starts dragging you away. <laughs> Boostrack just solemnly waves to her as she's drunk away. She flips him off behind yeah. her back. Um... Just goes. No, that's fair. <laughs> you you will be disarmed. Um, they won't take any way away of any of your clothes or anything, but you will be searched and disarmed. Uh, all of your items and weapons will be taken away, except uh, for what you are wearing. Uh, hey, potions. Any of the potions? I need those. Um, why? Because I need them for health reasons. These are medication. Some of them, yeah. Alright, which ones and how often do you need to take them? <sighs> oh my god, I hate this. <laughs> I do too! What the fuck, Taylor? <laughs> you attacked a 14-year-old! <laughs> I did not! I did but not! This is I love that Ash is still <laughs> defending herself, even though she literally attacked a 14-year-old. she admitted it. Trying you did it on live stream! Him. Six I people fine! I was just trying to scare him! You pulled a weapon on a teenager. Yeah, oh she's trying to scare him. If you can't also, find the my... if you can't if you can't find the fucking fruity pebbles at the grocery store and you pull a knife on some fucking kid that works there, do you think you're gonna get arrested? <laughs> Watch for the wild west of it, Lauren. Jesus you're Christ. You're in a city. It's also three hundred years later. Anyway, how often do you need to take those? And which ones are they? Once a, I'll point to those two and go once a day. Alright. Duly noted. Have you already had one today? No. And he gives you one. Uh, he changes the manacles to in front of you, but keeps oh, you manacled. Listen, how long is this going to take? Uh, well, generally it's not a busy day. Maybe a few hours. <sighs> God. Listen, if you don't want to be accosted, then don't attack people in the streets. Fine. Let's just fast track it through her getting 
Um, yeah, but they, uh, what do you tell them, or, well, no, they can find out your name because they can get your badge. Um, so, they find out your name. Uh, (laughs) and write that down. Um, and you are placed into a smallish holding cell that, I mean, it has the basic amenities. It's not like a, like a stay cell. This is just for holding. There's no beds or anything. Chamber pot and a bench. Yep. Uh... But uh, you two, actually, there's plumbing here, so that's fun. Oh my god, um, plumbing! Yeah. Wow. Uh, you two out front. Uh, the officer who took Magda in eventually comes back um, and starts filling out paperwork, while the other one uh, says, "Whatever you need, talk to the secretary. She knows the place better than any of us." Okay. Uh, hi there, secretary. Who are you? Yeah. Um, you see this very well put together mature moon elven woman so oh, probably God. in like her late 200s early 300s is she um, giving me like severe karen vibes no okay no she's giving you like she's giving you like yeah. uh like meryl <laughs> streep vibes like devil wears prada no like uh what are you giggling about, Zach? <laughs> oh, oh, are you in the chat? oh, okay. I wondered which one you were laughing at. Not, Here's not quite your that. Witch to see. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Game Grumps reference. Yep. Oh God. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, Moon Elven Woman, uh, sort of, sort of stern, but not severe. Mm. Kind of knows her shit type of Meryl Streep vibes. Ah. Like Meryl Streep in in public vibes, um, okay. which is nice but stern. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey he there! Looks over her glasses at you and says, "Yes, can I help you?" Uh yeah, we're uh, we're looking for a little guy that got brought in here probably in the last twenty four hours or so. A little cobalt dude. Uh, is there a name associated? Uh, his name should be Jasper. Jasper, and she you goes you and come searches. In with an AMC badge. That's good to know. And she sorts through a file and pulls one out and says, um, yes, Cobalt Jasper, uh, AMC, yes. Um, uh, are you related in any way? Uh, what are you visiting for? Uh, we're here to pick him up. (laughs) Pick him up? Yeah, because, uh, uh, first of all, why was he arrested? And she looks through the file and says, uh, trespassing is listed. Uh, trespassing where? Uh, I don't have that additional detail here. I just have the basics. Okay. Well, uh, not to be that person, but is there somebody I can talk to? Because, uh, that's bullshit. Oh, uh, I don't swear. That's, uh, uh yeah. that's bullpucky. Says, <laughs> <laughs> um, well... Uh, currently, we haven't uh, processed him completely. Um, Are you turning him into a candy bar? No, just processing his information. Uh. Um, I can see if the captain is free to speak about him. I believe the captain was there when he was arrested. Oh, great. Yeah. Um and she like enters a little thing on her typewriter and says, and uh, may I have your names? Just for the visitor's lock. Uh, yeah, my name's Nick. Nick. 
Uh, Nick Nesbitt. She types that in, checks the spelling with you, uh, and <laughs> looks at, and then she looks at Fustark. Says, "In your name." Fustark Broadhorn. Well, <laughs> types that in. Um, says, "I." Uh, if you'd be so kind as to wait just a moment, I'll be right back. Oh, and for she sure. gets up and you see as she walks away, she's like wearing the equivalent of like a blazer and a pencil skirt. It's great. Um, um, is there anybody else in the room with us? There is the officer filling out uh, Magda's information. Okay. Uh, can I kind of pull Fustrak to the side and like whisper to him? Make a stealth check. Guidance? Sure. Okay. Nobody's looking at you. That's fair. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, no, stealth. Ten. Um. You're pretty sure he's not listening? He's kind of busy. Um, I kind of pull Fustrak down close and whisper in his ear. I'm like, okay, so... If we run into another racist, you just do what you gotta do, okay? It's gonna end so badly. I might be able to make something like that. Okay. Um, about that time, uh, the the door to the uh, this wing of the Adren opens, and uh, a tall, another moon elven woman. Uh, enters, uh, doesn't look anything like the secretary, uh, but she's, she's very tall and, like, graceful and wears these beautiful, uh, this beautiful robe that's open over a tunic and sort of breeches that are fitted and tall boots. Um, almost comes across, like, a doctor's coat type robe. Mm -hmm. Um, and she has, like, a couple tools, like, uh, hung on the sides of the pockets that look like uh, you would recognize them as some alchemist tools and some like jeweler's tools. Okay. Uh, but she steps in. Her long uh, black hair is tied up in like a messy bun, and she's got glasses on at the moment. Um, and she has uh, a belt around her waist that you actually catch a glimpse of a revolver on her hip. Uh, she steps in. She steps up to the desk and sort of glances around and says, Um, officer, do you know if the uh, secretary's coming back? And he looks up and he's like, "What? Oh, uh, yeah, she'll she'll be back soon. Uh, and then he stops and he's like, Oh, Miss Brom, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, let me go get her for you. One second. And he like runs around the desk and runs after the secretary. Uh, and the woman stands there, sort of her hands clasped on the this high desk. And she glances around and looks at the two of you and smiles. Oh, hi there. Uh, good morning. How can I help you? Uh, I mean, you don't work here, work here, do you? Oh, no. I just, usually when people walk up to speak to me, they want something. Oh, no, I'm just saying hi. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, um, are you two new? Uh, yeah, we just, uh, we just got here. If I may ask, what, what in the world are you doing here? In trouble already? Uh, well, we came up to, we came to pick up a friend of ours. A little oh. kobold who got, you know, snatched up for no reason, so. A kobold? Yeah. This is His what. His name wouldn't happen to be Jasper, would it? Oh, it sure would. I'm also here for him. 
oh, uh, do you have more power than we do? Because it's uh, they're making it difficult. <laughs> we also have another friend here if you want to help us with that, but I don't know how much you really want to do today. What did your other friend do? Well, uh, she might have uh, attacked a teenager a little bit. Why? You know, there's a lot of things about her that I don't quite understand just yet. And I, you know, I think there's some deep-seated trauma that she's still working through. Um, so, you know, she's just, uh, she's learning to control her uh, breakouts. And and she, even though there's nobody in here, she leans over a little closer and says, you wouldn't happen to be the folks asking for the black cascarilla, would you? Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, Jasper mentioned something about a lady giving him some black cascarilla. Yes. Um, let me, let me talk to them. And, uh, soon the officer comes back with the secretary, and the secretary sees this woman and says, Oh, Miss Brom, uh, I'm so sorry to keep you waiting. Um, uh... What, what can I help you with today? And she says, I need to speak to the captain, if you wouldn't mind, about um, the kobold Jasper, along with these fine folks. She says, oh, why didn't you say so? Of course, of course. Um, please, his office is, is back here. And the uh, the woman nods, uh, Miss Brom, as you've heard her referred to, mm. and she steps around the desk. She seems very familiar with this place. And she says, come along, gentlemen. Okay. Uh, and uh, you are led back to a small but fairly nicely decorated office. Uh, big desk, uh, several chairs around the room. And uh, sitting behind the desk is a human man, uh, short, like, buzzed, dark hair, uh, uh, full but short beard, um, in a very nicely decorated uh, Glacier Watch black uniform with blue trim. And uh, as Miss Brom steps in, uh, the captain stands up from his desk and says, uh, Miss Brom, uh, it's nice to see you today. How can I help all of you? As he looks over all of you. Uh, something about a kobold? Uh, yeah, a uh, kobold and a, a very angry lady. I Who is sick? Don't... All right. I don't know much about a lady, but we can talk about that. The lady's um, a new arrival. Yeah, she's uh, uh, yeah, she's got a uh, a little bit of chronic wasting disease. It's kind of messing with her a little bit. Yeah, and Miss Brom like pops in without missing a beat and says, "Yes, and I'm currently um helping to treat her. So uh, her yes. condition causes her to have short blackouts that can be violent. So I would like to take her." and make sure she gets the treatment she needs before someone else gets hurt. Which, let me roll for her. D assistance. I helped. You backing her up? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, so, just so just so Ash knows, like, from now on, Magda has chronic wasting disease. Sure. <laughs> she's a deer. Uh, yeah, she's a deer uh, yeah, now. Yeah. Um, she's walking around, she's like, bleh. Because <laughs> that's what deer sound like. <laughs> The captain is like, oh, uh, yeah, we can, we can probably get her out into your, if she's going into your custody, I'm sure we can manage that. Um, but about this, uh, this kobold, um, what's the, uh, deal with him? 
he was helping us get the medication that she needs yeah. to in order to be okay. And he uh, he is also her emotional support kobold. <laughs> so you know, deception. whenever okay. whenever she's about to have one of her blackouts, he lets us know. Make a deception uh, check. Fuskrock elbows Noah at this point. What? <laughs> oh man, it's never good. <laughs> uh, deception eight. Deception. Deception. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you're lucky the captain's not that smart. Um, but he's like, uh, I don't. Uh, is that like a new thing, emotional support kobolds? Yeah, it's, uh, it's straight from Constanos, you know, where they're they're just making up all sorts of things there. You wouldn't believe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, next it's going to be emotional support animals. It's weird. I know. Isn't that um, crazy to think about? Yeah. Anyway, uh, he was uh, he's kind of skulking around outside the walls. Uh, we caught him up uh, a while ago, and he didn't want to give us any information as to what he was doing. And so we uh, brought him in just to see if we could figure out what he was up to. I mean, I'll be honest, there's some kobolds in the area who've been causing a lot of problems and we had reason to believe he was one of them. But if he's ah, not, and he profiling. looks at him, <laughs> he looks at, yeah, uh, he looks at Miss Promises, but if he's actually, you know, doing good things for people, we'll be happy to release him for you. And Miss Brom smiles and says, thank you, Captain. I appreciate it. I'll be sure to put a collar on him next time. And you hear the sarcasm in her voice and he sort of pulls back and he's like, um, <clears throat> just a letter of work. And he like walks past you guys wow. and she turns and you see the look <clears throat> on her face. That's just like, oh, stupid man. Um, and he, he goes out. Uh, Magda, as you're sitting in your holding cell, you hear, as this is all happening, you hear a voice from, like, across and one cell over from you. You hear, Magda? Oh, Jess. Jasper. Yeah, and you can kind of see him, like, poke his face through. Um, he can't, like, get through the bars, but he can get, like, his snout out of it. And hey. he looks beat up. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Sorry. Did they do that to you? Yeah. Fuckheads. It's, I, it's fine. I, I should have beat their asses. Are you okay? I'm fine. You look okay. better. Did uh, Noah figure something out? Yeah, he figured out a... Uh, what's the word? A potion? He... Well, alternative. Yeah, so, yeah, an alternative that'll help in the meantime. The generic. I yeah. <laughs> I can make generic drugs now. Yeah, um, I did manage to get some black cascarilla for you. We're, I mean, we're going to owe somebody for it, but I, I got some. That's fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. I I hope they give it back. Uh, I think Noah and Fustrock are working their magic now, I which hope do so. doesn't uh, give me a lot of hope. But and about that moment, you hear the <laughs> uh, barred door click open as the 
uh, captain steps in. Uh, you haven't seen him yet, but you can tell who he is by his uniform. Uh, he steps in, followed by a moon elven woman, very tall for an elf, like 6'2". Um, and uh, she is followed in short order by uh, Noah and Fustruck. Uh, the captain unlocks the door to your cell and says, uh, Miss Renly, uh, I, uh, well, maybe you should stick with your uh, caretakers a little closer. And he undoes your manacles and the moon elf looks at you and just does. I look at Noah and Foostruck and I'm like, Foostruck points at Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Noted. Yeah. Uh, but he he gets you out and then he steps down toward uh, Jasper's cell. And uh, Miss Brom steps up and says, Oh, Jasper, you all right? And he looks out at her. He's like, I'm, I'm okay. Why are you here? And she smiles and says, Well, I heard that a kobold got in trouble and I had to come check. And he kind of nods and the door opens and he's unmanacled and he steps out and you guys are ushered out to get your stuff. Uh, as as Jasper is leaving, I'm going to go ahead and whisper under my breath and cast healing word on him. Yeah, nobody will stop you. Uh, that's going to be... It's going to be six points of healing for him. Okay. And... Uh... I'm going to ask the captain, um, he resisted all to, uh, to deserve to, uh, get the ship beat out of him like that? I mean, I wasn't the one, I wasn't the one who chased him down, so he ran, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, that doesn't exactly sound like a great reason to beat the shit out of a kid. And he looks at Jasper, and... Out of the corner of his eye, he notices Miss Brom looking at him. He's like, <clears throat> uh, "We'll, uh, I'll add that to the the uh, the docket for the morning I, briefing." Uh, Nick leans in and casts thaumaturgy to turn his eyes completely black, and looks at him and goes, "Be sure that you do." Make an intimidation check with advantage because you have Miss Brom backing you up. Yes. That's a little better. Intimidation? 11. Yeah, he he sort of pulls back a little bit. And it's really more the fact that you're someone he doesn't see often that scares him rather than the thaumaturgy. Mm -hmm. Like, a, a, a nice kobold, a, a minotaur, a tiefling, and Miss Brom all in one day. This captain is like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, um, <clears throat> I, uh, yep, and he goes over the desk and, like, writes a note for himself, and, uh, Miss Brom reaches down and puts a hand on Jasper's back and says, shall we then, everyone? Uh, yeah. With pleasure. Yeah, you do get all your stuff back, um, and, uh, if there was a fine, they don't charge it. So, Miss Brom walks you out. Uh, I before we leave, I do want to turn to the captain and say, uh, "So, uh, my friend here had a very expensive uh, magical item that he was using to try to call me for help, and one of your people destroyed it. 
So uh, uh, do you what, think what that maybe it? you can uh, help us replace that a little bit? Or, uh... Well, what was it? It was a sending stone. Sending stone. And uh, both of them were destroyed. I'm not aware of any sending stone. We didn't see one on him. Uh, that's because it was destroyed when your person ran him down. Well, if there's no evidence of it having existed, I can't do it. I pull the shards of the sending stone out and hold them in front of him. That's your sending stone? This is the other half. Looks like a rock to me. Do you want to continue to play this game, or would you like to help us? <laughs> do you want to continue to encroach on our good favor toward Miss Brom? Noah, uh, don't worry about it. We can just bring it up at the Obsidian Collective when we talk to them next. You know what? You're right. I forgot that uh, uh, next time I see Lee, I'm sure she'll help us out. I mean, they did help us out with the Glacier Watch in Turisaz, where we opened that guy's throat up, and they sanctioned that. Yeah, so. that's true. And, you know, we can always chat with Leon. He always loves to go help people out. Don't forget about General um, Sokolov. I'm sure they'll write us an invoice. Get out of my fucking station. Mm. As we leave, I use thaumaturgy to throw open all the windows. <laughs> oh god. And then, yeah, um, and then but uh, Miss Brom escorts you guys out into the market. Um, and as she's going, she's kind of keeping a hand on uh, Jasper's back and kind of keeping him in between herself and Foostruck, realizing Foostruck's the largest one there. Um, she says... Um, keep pace, everyone. I I don't know what business you have in the city at the moment, but it may be good to um, lay low for a bit. Well, uh, we're uh, very appreciative of you uh, helping us out back there. Is there uh, anything we can do in return? <laughs> I say this with the utmost humbleness, but I think you already owe me. Oh no, I've got I think I can help with that. And I pull out one of the treats that Chris gave me and hand it up to her. But she takes it. She's like I love this. And she just puts it in her coat and <laughs> takes you guys uh out toward uh the gate. And uh she takes you through the gate a little further south than the one you came in, uh this one in the middle of the lake markets, and she starts heading northeast toward the tower out in the woods. Um, but as you finally get out of uh, the little village of Pikerest and into the forest proper, uh, she sort of slows her pace just a little bit um, and uh, lets Jasper walk a little more freely and says, Well, it is... that was quite an entrance. I, um, I did not expect all of that. So, I believe... Mr. Borago, mm, yeah. yes, uh, Mr. Broadhorn, Miss Renly, and of course, Mr. Jasper. And she smiles down at him. Says, uh, my name is Helena Brom. I am the master arcanist of Ewas. Oh. Helena Brom. Oh, hey there, guy, uh, gal, uh, chief. <laughs> Anything works. Sport, sport. 
Maybe not that one. Yeah, you know, I was thinking that when I said it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, pleasure. Are you the one providing us with Black House Gorilla? Yes, I did give uh, Jasper a, a bit already, but I do have a bit more of a stock if you need more. Um, though, considering he wasn't able to pay for all of it, I imagine we'll have to come to some sort of deal. That's fine. Uh, where, how, I look at Jasper, how much did she give you? And he reaches into his bag and he pulls out, um, a, a larger, like, flask, uh, like a glass flask, and it probably has enough for four days. Or, sorry, four doses. Four doses. Mm -hmm. uh, how much more does he owe you for those? Uh, well, based on what he already gave me, uh, we agreed upon, uh, I believe, 75 more gold. Uh, I uh. will take it out. I'll take 75. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm running so low on money. I can pay for it. No, I'm... It's fine. I can do it. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to take out 70 gold and then one platinum and just say if you could just give me the remainder, uh, the remaining five gold, that'd be yeah. great. She, she takes it and she, she gives you, you back five gold. Okay. Um, what? Wait, wait, out. wait, wait. You what the fuck? You gave her? And then gave her a platinum. And then asked for five gold back? You could have just given her 65 and a platinum, you dummy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to assume, because that's a lot of coins, I'm oh going my to God. assume it was mostly made of platinum, because that's what you guys have mostly been paid no, in. No, I absolutely want Magda to give her 70 pieces of gold and Listen, ask for five of them back. Okay. Fog. Okay. Fog. Money? Does not make sense to me. <laughs> You're all fine. right, it just doesn't. I don't care. Move I'm, on. I'm totally just fucking with you. I love it. Ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she she gives you the five back and sort of chuckles to herself. Doesn't say anything, um, but uh, <laughs> leads you on toward uh, Sing Tower. Um, as you get closer to these three-story walls. Um, the walls themselves are made of a very like light colored stone and as you get closer it looks like it's made of rough marble um like really high quality marble but rough um and the tower itself is made of a sort of uh darker gray stone that uh the bricks each have like veins of black going through them you're not sure what kind of stone that is um but she uh, leads you up to the front of the walls and as she arrives you see there's this big like portcullis gate and she just waves a hand in front of her in a certain pattern and the portcullis lifts and she leads you inside you see this beautiful massive massive courtyard like the size of multiple football fields held within these walls and the tower itself is it takes up like a central um like I, well it's circular um takes up like a good uh like 50 60 even 70 foot radius in the center uh and it just reaches stories and stories into the sky um but as she steps up to these this uh very 
uh, like low grade uh, ramp that goes up to the front doors. You can see the tower is dotted with windows, but the most striking feature of the tower is the fact that there appear to be small, almost bonsai-like trees growing out of the sides of it, um, and vines and flowers wrapped around it. Basically, anywhere there's a free space for a vine to like get into the uh, the mortar between the bricks, uh, just plants everywhere. Um, and you can see up at the top, you can just barely make out uh, there seems to be another tree up there somewhere. Um, but she sort of broadly gestures to it in these beautiful gardens off to one side and an orchard off to the other. And you see a few people moving around the grounds. She says, welcome to Sing Tower. Uh, this is, well, this is my home. And you're all welcome to stay a while if needed. You look like you've been, you've been through it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind. Come in, please. And she waves her hand in the doors. You hear, uh, you hear like metallic stuff clicking behind them and they just swing open by themselves. Um, inside is sort of a grand hall, bottom floor, and you see a spiraling staircase going up. Uh, and in this space, uh, there are a couple of warforged, uh, older looking warforged, like pre calamity. Uh, who are shuffling around the space. Uh, they look like they work here, basically, um, which is not uncommon for Warforged. Considering the what they were originally made for, a lot of them have found new lives serving people, but as free folk. Um, and as she steps in, one of the Warforged nods to her and looks at all of you and says, Hello, may I get you all? Anything to drink. I'm good. Uh, are you sure you don't want some whiskey? Um, uh, I don't want to be an inconvenience. <laughs> and uh, Helena says, oh, trust me, it's not an inconvenience. Sure, whiskey, if you have it. And, he, and the Warforged nods and says, and you, gentlemen. Uh, hot chocolate for me, eh? <laughs> I don't think Foostruck's ever seen a Warforged before. No, you have not. Uh, so, to describe what you're looking at, um, this Warforged is a juggernaut model, which means they are massive. Um, basically, this heavily, heavily armed, uh, sorry, armored, not armed, he doesn't have any weapons on him at the moment. Um, but super broad shoulders, like think World of Warcraft armor, broad shoulders, um, really stocky limbs, and uh, there are like all of these spots on the arms where it looks like things could attach, but there's nothing attached at the moment. Um, fully like rendered uh, hands with all the joints. Uh, the face is a static mask that has. Um, almost Iron Man-like, where it has the outline of where a mouth should be, but it doesn't move. It looks like it could open, um, and then the eyes are just these, like, half circles set into the armor uh, that also don't move or blink. 
um, and on his head is sort of this uh, crest that juts out a little bit and sort of runs over the top of his head like a barbute helmet uh, that looks like he could smash through something with his head if he wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) But he's about as tall as you are. I uh, think I'll uh, take an ale and uh, what? Uh, what's your name there, friend? And he sticks out a hand. And uh, the Warforged looks down at your hand and extends one of his own, which matches yours in size and is made of metal and wood. And it's just weird as you take hold of it because it feels gentle and it almost feels like there's a person under all that armor. Um, and he says... My name, and he looks at Helena, and she's like, oh dear, is your memory not working again? Oh, good lord. And she steps up and reaches out, and she pulls a panel up on the side of his head and starts fiddling with something. Says, everyone, this is Tori. Um, He's a little bit on the fritz. And she takes a tool out from her pocket and it almost looks like she's shoving an ice pick into the side of his head and you hear a metal like click and he's like my name is Tori it is good to meet you and she puts it back down it's a it's a pleasure to meet you and he sort of looks around and he's like is there anything else I can get for you uh, Jasper, do you want anything? And Jasper looks out, and Tori looks down and says, Mr. Jasper, it's good to see you again. And Jasper kind of smiles. He says, um, water would be good. And Tori nods very stiffly and turns and walks away. And Helena puts her tool back in her pocket and says, I really need to fix him. Anyway, um, come with me. And she starts heading up the uh, spiraling staircase. Uh, she leads you up a couple of, of stories. Um, the stairs are weirdly, they don't tire you out like normal stairs do. It almost feels like they're pushing you along so you put less effort into them. Um, it's like the opposite of walking in sand where it like bounds back instead of sinking. Um, And uh, you get up to the next level and there's sort of a workshop in this area and you actually see another deactivated Warforge laying on a table currently being worked on where all their armor has been taken off Uh, and you can see the the wooden skeleton underneath. Um, On the next floor there's a bunch of... Uh, When Nick sees that he just like looks over and he's like, oh that kind of looks like an autopsy, eh? Boost truck is like terrified. Helena stops like halfway up to the next floor. She says, oh, no, no, no. Um, they they had a little bit of an accident. Um, I'm trying to repair their body, but their, their soul sphere is still intact. They're, they're alive, just dormant until they're fixed. Oh, boy. That's a lot of, that's a lot of new stuff. Although you know, it's I guess different. I guess you know, back in Reese's Ridge, there's a at least a couple of people who are very wealthy who have a warforged around. Well, they're not they're not servants, dear. They're just employees. I they live their own lives. Oh yeah, no, I I mean I know. 
I just they you know they can hire a warforge. Well, you know, in some places like Caladros, they're still used the way they used to be, and it's awful. But um, no, they're they're fine. They're just out of commission for the moment. I should have them back up and running in just a couple of days. Um, but let me show you to your rooms. And she takes you up to the next uh, floor where there's a narrow hallway and the rest of the circular tower is split into rooms. And she opens up a few doors and says, pick whichever you like. Um, I don't know how long you intend to be in Awas, but you're welcome to stay here for as long as you need. <laughs> Lord knows I have no visitors. Um, but... Um, I, uh, my office is on the next floor, and of course the workshop, I'm in there quite often. Um, make yourselves comfortable, and uh, Tori will be up with your drinks shortly. Uh, there is, at the end of the hall, there is a sort of parlor and uh, sitting area, if you'd like to just relax for a while. Okay. Uh, and gotcha. I am available for any questions that you may have. Um, if I may, uh, yes. Why help us? You don't. You don't know us. Why not? I mean, uh, all we are is friends with the kobold, and we gave you money. Do you do that for everyone who gives you money? No, people don't always need to give me money to have help. Well, I'm on Foostruck's side, then. I don't understand why you're helping. Miss Renly, I... Not to be... Not to show off, but look around you. She sort of broadly gestures to the tower. Do I look like I need more money? Well, then what's your deal? My deal is I have something that I need help with, and I would much prefer that to money. Well, you could have just said that. I thought it was inferred, but yes, I have <laughs> something that I think you all could help with. Oh my god, there's so many canon things about Magda that I'm learning today. What? <laughs> Can't count gold, doesn't pick up on, like, uh, social cues, like, at all. It's just like... What we're learning here is Magda's ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, uh, what kind of things do you need help with? Because, you know, I am pretty proficient in just about everything, so I could probably help you out with, uh, your Warforged or, like, uh, anything else. Well, Or, you know, is... Magda here is really good at beating up kids, if you got oh, one. My... Listen, it's been a rough... It's... It's been... <laughs> It's been a rough couple of weeks. I apologize if maybe I'm exhausted and I'm just tired of not getting answers and having to beat around the bush, so. I didn't realize he was a kid, okay? Thought maybe he was just like a weird young adult. <laughs> that just that kind of somehow doesn't make it better. <laughs> That aside, um, I... Wow. Do you all know of the islands out in Lake Sing? Oh yeah, isn't that the one with the tree? Well, there are two islands out there. One does have the, um, the Ewa's tree. Uh, some people like to refer to it as the anchor tree. 
But um, there is, well, let me get a few things uh, to help explain this. Um, meet me up in my office. The door is already open. Um, one moment, and she heads back down to her workshop. <clears throat> and you guys, do you guys head up? Uh, I well, she did say to pick out rooms, so I'm just gonna toss my shit in like the closest room, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'll toss mine in, in one. Uh, yeah, they're I, all really. What? No, go ahead. No, I say I keep everything on me. So okay, um, they're all weirdly shaped because, of course, it is a circular tower, but they're all very well furnished. Speaking of which, but. since it is a. Uh, since I technically have this today, I'm going to go ahead and transfer the magic item back to my bag. Gotcha. Since we have this moment, and I will uh, turn it back into a bag of holding so I can put everything in there. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, and Jasper picks the room next to Fustrugs. Um But uh, you guys head up, and the next floor is split directly in two. Um, the door at the center leads into... Or, well, the room you step into is mostly, uh, it looks like it's set up to be a, a dining room, though the kitchen is not on this floor. You don't know where the kitchen is uh, yet, but uh, sort of a dining setup and sitting room and sort of like a parlor set up to one side. Uh, and then through the door, uh, there is this half a floor sized office that is like walking into a small jungle um the rest of the tower is very well kept there are no there are like potted plants here and there but none of the like roots and such get to the inside but in this particular room there is moss and ivy and pretty much anything that'll grow over stone and in a few like uh potted uh plants uh, just full of plants everywhere. Uh, the desk appears to be made from a gigantic, uh, like, uh, like single log, like it was carved out of a massive single log. Um, and then there are, of course, chairs, and there are bookshelves full of books in every language imaginable. Um, and there are a few animals in here. Um, you see, actually, as you go to sit down, uh, perched on the top of this padded uh, desk chair behind the desk, uh, there is what appears to be a small fox asleep. Is it actually a fox or is it a vixu? I'm glad you asked because they are wearing clothes. Oh, it's a fox wearing clothes. It's a vixu. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but they are asleep perched on top of this chair. Uh... I'm sure being from Port Midcord, Nick has seen plenty of Ixu. Oh yeah, all the time. There are even some in the, the Phelan Caravan. Mm-hmm. So he's just being real quiet as he takes a seat. Uh, but it's like a, it's like a, what are they called? Zorda? Zerda? Zerda uh, Vixu, which they're, they're a fennec fox, basically. Mm, okay. So, not the type of fox you'd find in cold areas. This is a Vixu that should be from, like, Irakel. Boostark mm. mm. uh, has also probably never seen one of these. No, never. There are very few Vixu in Gerard Aldathas. They get lost in the trees. 
He's definitely going to look at the other two and be like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, I've never seen any of this shit. Well, you know, they're just, uh, they're just people. Yeah, you also have been, like, two places in your entire life, so... I will give you that. That That is not exactly incorrect. Um, but let's actually break right there. Um, we'll be back at 7.22 Eastern. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys Bye, in y'all. a bit. Yep. See you in a bit. Bye. And hey, everybody, we're back. <laughs> Good one, Ash. I love it. <laughs> That's all yeah, for free. Oh god, I was I said we're pulling a Brian Foster. Hello everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I hit the mute button on my microphone instead of the program. Oh. Uh, anyway. So, you guys uh. have entered the office in Sing Tower belonging to Miss Helena Brom, the master arcanist of Awas. And you have found a little sleeping Bixu on the back of the desk chair. Is it Mia? That's my first question. <laughs> Mia is very dead. No, I figured. Maybe it's Mia's great, 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 great. great. Not all Bixu are related. <laughs> yeah. Great aunt. <laughs> no, I know they're not, but she, I also wasn't think she Bixu, a Fennec? I believe yeah, she, she was. was okay. uh, I think. Tomo was a Zerda Bixu. Yeah, he was white. Mia, Mia, was, Mia was a um, not a not a Zoro. What was? God damn it! I can't. Remember I thought Mia, own. or was that oh. Dana? Was that Dana? Because like I uh, remember Tomo's was like the negative of the same image that we used for somebody else. Yeah, it was in the yeah. beginning. Um, yeah. Uh, Dana was a Azoro Vixu. Oh, she was black. Yes. That's why. So Tomo was the negative because he was white. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yeah. He was. He was Zerda. Hold on. Let me. Let me actually grab because I don't remember if I'm saying the words right. Um. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, So. I, sorry, because of Exandria Unlimited now, like, every time I see the word mother, I hear it in Liam's voice. Mother. <laughs> mother. It's just like, um, <laughs> Nancy, where have you been? <laughs> mother. <laughs> just his head tilt. Of- yeah, um, no, I fucking love it. perception at disadvantage because that is a grown man. <laughs> Okay, all right. We do this. We've done this every week since that show started. But it's fucking it's hilarious. Funny. It is. Uh, so Mia was a Vulago. They're the most common and sort of uh, the uh. largest. Um, they're your average, like they're based on your average fox breeds, like red foxes. Um, wow. Zorro, average, common. Jeez. Zorro are based on they're smaller and they're based on like silver and black foxes mm. um, and then Zerda are almost exclusively uh, Fennec ah. so Mia was a Vulago um, mm. Dana was a Zorro and Toma was a Zerda I'm never going to remember all of that oh, boy. it's in the resources folder in the D&D drive can I just Sorry, I just picked up my phone real quick to turn my lights on. And can I just say that if I could have about 
1,400 fucking less people named Justin in my life, that would be great. I know, right? Because, like, I'm, like, every other day, there's a new person named Justin, and it's like, hey, and I'm like, god damn it, I can't, I mean, it's, it's easy. It's name. It's yeah. easy to remember all of you, but, like, fuck. Yeah, mine is Jordan. Oh, I don't get many of those. I, well, it's not that I get a lot of them, it's that every Jordan I've ever known has been a complete asshole to me. Ah. Uh. Which sucks, but, you know. Well, yeah. okay, there was one that wasn't a complete asshole. She just had problems. Anyway. Um, Excuse me. Bless you. I heard it. <sighs> Great. <laughs> it made it to so, stream. up on me. <laughs> you guys are in the office full of plant life and all sorts of, like, jars with shit in them. And uh, there's, like, an alchemy, like, almost like a Ooh. circular uh, mixing station in the corner. Um, that has a load of ingredients and shelves and whatnot. Uh, um, Noah walks over and just takes a big sniff. You get a lot of things all at once. Straight coke. Yeah, I'm getting uh, <laughs> I'm getting some floral undertones and uh, maybe like a hint of chocolate with just like a little bit of garlic. Yeah, you are. Yeah, <laughs> and like uh, like maybe a little bit of there's a little bit of thyme, a little bit of rosemary, a little bit of sage. A little bit of Scarborough Fair, like, I'm feeling you something here. Simon, a little bit of Garfunkel. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And a, and just the faintest hint of the Dixie Chicks. Mambo oh. number five. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're not. Uh, you're right. <laughs> Boostrock is studying this Dixie fascinated. Yeah, they're like just sort of curled up like... like this Vixu is probably the size of your hand. Um, Vixu, because this is a Zerta, they're especially small. Um, yeah. They are... Oh, let me see how big they actually are. I should um, say, he's being careful not to wake it up. Um, Vixu rarely get taller than two feet. Uh, that puts Zerta at an average of one and a half. They are considered small creatures, but Zerta verge on tiny. Aww. Fustrock's just gonna turn into Quinn and start adopting every yeah. small thing we come across. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's the size of a human baby. <laughs> it's a potato. A potato. He's, he's so tempted to pick, to pick them up, but he won't. Just, yeah. See the little tail twitch a little bit every so often. Magda <laughs> just sits down. Like is is yeah. There's like chairs like across my yeah. There yeah. there are several chairs around. I'm just gonna um, sit down at one of the chairs and just cross my arms and legs and just start tapping my foot. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and of course Magda is very familiar with uh, Vixu, though you're more familiar with Vulago. Um, you've never seen a Vixu this tiny, hmm. even in all your travels. It's just like, what the fuck is that, and why is are its ears so big? Um, <clears throat> yeah. But anyway, um, after a few minutes, uh, if you got, are you guys trying to be quiet? I am. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's not really any noise that I'm making. So. Okay. Um, after a few minutes, uh, the door opens again, and uh, Miss. Helena Brom steps through and uh, she sets all her, she sets a bunch of things on the uh, on the desk, some scrolls, some books, a couple 
tools that she's just bringing up and she puts a couple things away and she walks over uh, to her chair and sort of smiles and says oh dear he's falling asleep again um one moment and she gently scoops up this little vixu and they give a like and sort of cover their face and she's just like I'll be right back (laughs) she walks out with them <laughs> to be fair, he's um, like the perfect size for a potion ingredient. I was just picturing him like standing on Fustrak's head and holding out of the horns for handles as he moves <laughs> around. I'd love it. Though, yeah, except that all Vixu are like fucking terrifying. If yeah. if meeting Tomo, Dana, and uh, Mia means anything, all Vixu are fucking scary as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they're like they're like full-size New Yorkers packed into a tiny body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you could imagine like uh, Napoleon was a uh, New Yorker from Brooklyn or something, like that's basically yeah. Vixu. Yeah, most of them have this kind of accent where they're just like, what the fuck do you want? Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the ones mostly from Irakel, uh, so who knows? Uh, but eventually, uh, Helena comes back and sits down in her chair and says, I... I apologize. Um, Desiree's been pulling a few long nights lately. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, on to the business at hand. Uh, and she sort of shoves a couple things aside and rolls out a map of uh, the two islands in Lake Sing. Uh, they are labeled as the Vern Isle and the Rolliger Isle. Um, the Rolliger Isle being the smaller of the two. She says, um, the Awas tree is located on the Rolliger Isle, uh, in the middle of the lake. Um, I don't know how much any of you know about Lake Sing or really Frosthold altogether, but, um, some strange things have been happening to and around the lake. And especially with some of the wildlife on the islands. Mm. Mm. Stop reading, chat. Uh, is there uh, is there anything that's happening strange to the fish? To the fish? Um, I haven't really studied that. Do you think it's worth taking a look at? Uh, I'm not sure. I got a got a letter from a Mr. Altera, and he wanted us to take a look at the fish. Oh, you all know Mr. Otara. Uh, not personally, but yeah. Not quite, but we are doing a favor for him. Oh, well, wonderful. If our, um, if our research is aligned, then perhaps I could send some things with you to take to, to him. I'll be happy to pay you for it, of course. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, just to give you some basic background, um... On the Vern Isle, uh, there is an ancient, powerful creature um, known as the Vernhjata, but we just call him the Vernhart. Um, He is a stag, a large, uh, ancient elk. Um, And he looks after the islands, especially the tree. They're linked in some way. I'm still studying it. Um, but the Vernhart has been 
strange recently. He's normally this stoic, intelligent protector, but lately he's almost been acting rabid. Uh, Would you say he's uh, down with the sickness? Of some sort. I don't understand that reference. A rabbit in what way? Are you... Oh, he's I don't know been... what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where that was going. He's what... been... Well, um, the people... Well, some people here in uh, Erwaz are devotees of the Balin gods. And... Many people believe that the Ewa's tree is the anchor tree of the god Ursan, the god of death. Uh, so many people treat it as a sacred uh, object in a sacred island. And being that the Vernhart is this great protector and the elk is one of the symbols of Ursan, other than, of course, the bear, um, I see where they're getting it from. But... People who have gone out there to do rituals, pray, whatever it is they do. I'm not religious myself. Um, some of them have been hurt recently, attacked. Um, in fact, just a week ago, we had our first death by the Vernhart's antlers, if you will. Um, and the... The local law enforcement and, of course, the Glacier Watch and the Atlan Mercenary Company are all very worried about this, to the point that some non-religious people or people who don't like the Balin Pantheon are thinking of putting together money for a bounty on this creature. Mm. And I have no idea the consequences if he were to be killed as he's supposed to protect the tree, from what I can understand. Okay. So, I suppose my request is help finding out what in the world is going on with him and the tree. How much are you willing to pay for that? I suppose it depends on what we find. No small sum, of course. This is dangerous work. If you give us all of your black cascarilla, we'll do it. I can do that, and then some. Great. I think it would be... If you are also doing work for Mr. Altera, I think it would be prudent of me to make friends with you. Uh, yeah, I think we can probably go take a look at this deer. Uh, I'm sure, you know, he can't be too bad. You know, some of the deer back in Reese's Ridge, they're just awful. So this this can't be nothing. I, um... Have you ever met a giant elk? Uh, you know... I want to say that one of my third cousins twice removed is maybe a giant elk, but I'm not sure. Um... <laughs> All right. That's uh, Zach's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, either way, um, if you would be willing to go out to the islands and 
Uh, he uh, lives on the Vern Isle, the larger of the two. Uh, but if, of course, if he's not there, he's going to be on the Rolliger Isle. There is a sandbar that connects the two of them that he crosses quite frequently. I don't know if the local fauna will be affected as well, but you should be on the lookout just in case. All right, we can go tomorrow. Check that out. Oh. Uh, yeah, I still have to go to the AMC office today because I was interrupted. Uh, maybe well, you should let one of us go because uh, to the AMC office. Yeah, because well, we're all part of the AMC, aren't we? And you're sort of wanted because now you're I'm not beating wanted. up children. And on no. top of that, I might have told everybody in the Glacier Watch that you're unstable. You what? <laughs> and yeah, Helena that, that, chuckles. That, that was the thing that happened. We, yeah. we made an excuse that you needed your medication because you, you have, like, a mental instability and were highly aggressive without it. Yeah, and your, uh, your emotional support, Cobalt. That's a bit racist, but all right. Uh... And Jasper shrugs. It's like, it's okay. Fine, then one of you come with me because I have things that I need to, to ask there. And Jasper stands up right away. Uh, uh, maybe maybe you should uh, stay here. Probably. It's not that we're not grateful for everything you did, but uh, I'm not really a fan of uh, how those Glacier Watch guys seem to rough you up for no reason. I mean, I'm used to it. It's fine. Oh, that does not make it right. It does not. I didn't not, say it did. But that makes it not fun. Jasper, that's also what I'm going down to the office to talk about because the Glacier Watch is clearly run by a bunch of inbreds who just beat up random people who aren't doing anything wrong, and I think that the Obsidian Collective needs to know about that, or at least General Sokolov, and he owes us, so. Okay. For what it's worth, though, I'm proud of you, man. You uh, really did a hell of a job out there. You did. I mean, I just ran and got something. Oh, that's still doing a pretty good job. And it was a big ask. And he's like sinking down, like he can't accept a compliment. He's I just, just like ruffle like his 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 head. <clears throat> you did very well. Well, as long as you're okay, I guess. I'm fine. Don't get arrested again. I won't. We will stop her from beating up all the kids we come across. Alright, let's go. Come on, come on. Okay. You guys head out tonight to do that? Well, today. It's not night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like midday. Alright. We're making our way downtown. Um, it's uptown. I, it looks like down from the map. Oh, that's up. Wait, which way is north? Are we? Do north, we agree uh, that up. north is up? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. 
Well, Sing Tower to the the keep. That's that's southwest. Well, we're still um, going up. It and, is and AMC west, office is uptown. It is west and slightly north. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. right here. Yeah. Oh, you know, I thought it yeah. was. I thought it was this. No. no, that's the keep. That's where the government building is. Okay, fine. You're right. We're going uptown. Yes. You're gonna be an uptown girl. Uptown, uptown girl. girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, Helena um, says, "I think I'll have Desiree show you the way." Uh. Okay. Um, and she Yay. just she like sort of makes like this twist in the air and then points downward and says Desiree I'm sorry to wake you up again but I need your help and she listens for a moment and soon you hear and the doors open and little Vixu is just standing right there um, now that you get a better look at them uh, they're dressed in this uh, sort of light blue tunic with some like black trim here and there uh dark trousers they don't wear shoes because they have paws um fair and uh they have a little like vixu sized rapier on their belts and they've got like a little pack on it's like it's like it's like a roasting kebab it's like (laughs) um it's like the the mouse from prince caspian Mm. or or desperate Yeah, yeah. Reba Chief. Yeah, I love Reba. It was voiced by Ezzy, Eddie Izzard. <laughs> oh God, that water went right down the wrong way. <laughs> oh, you guys. Okay. Before, before we leave, Boostrack's gonna look at uh, at Jasper. Uh, like literally, as we get ready to walk out the door, he's just gonna like stop for a second, like look back at him, and then he's just gonna smile before they leave. I'm so here for this love story between you two. Yeah. Uh, love me a good platonic love story. Yes. I. Um, um, but yeah, Helena. Helena keeps him company. Question, just to make sure. Mm. Desiree, they them? Yeah. Uh, you don't know. Oh, oh I just figured you'd give it to me, so I wouldn't <laughs> do it incorrectly. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. they them works. Okay. Uh, but sure. Desiree, uh, now that you have a better look at them as, along with their clothes, um, you see that they have uh, a little bit of scarring along the edge of their jaw up to their chin, uh, as well as because uh, their fur is so thin, you can see underneath it that they actually have tattoos uh, pretty much uh, covering most of the right half of their body. It's almost like a split down the middle. Mm. That that was sort of the side they were covering up while they were sleeping. Um, but you see all this dark ink swirling underneath the fur. Um, that is not... I think it would be a pattern that uh, Noah might recognize. Um, the Vixu from northern Irakel, there are some small tribes of them out there near Volfira. Uh, that this is their tribal style. It's almost like a Maori style uh, scarification and tattooing. Okay. Um, but they look at you guys and they're like, "All right, well, we uh, we go into we go into the AMC office, I guess." 
Yeah, the lead the way. Like, crouches down and just like extends a hand and very gingerly yeah. shakes their very tiny hand. Yeah, they're just looking up at you. It's like, hey, uh, thanks for coming down to my level, I guess. And they like <laughs> shake your finger. Uh, <laughs> you I, don't. You don't have to like. You don't have to like kneel for me. I know I'm short. It's it's fine. It's a respect. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Nah. Hi, Desiree. Uh, nice to. Yeah. Let's go. And they turn and just jaunt off down the stairs. Brooklyn foxes is my favorite part yeah. of this yeah. entire world. <laughs> Brooklyn. I have to get into the uh, the accent yeah. a little bit better, but. Oh, hey, my name's Dana. Fuck you. Like that's yeah, that's Ms. pretty Dana. much. Yeah. yeah. Or Dana. Danimal. Yeah, that's right. God damn it. It's the Danimal. It's the Danimal. Kit, you, uh, you owe me a favor, so uh, <laughs> just do this thing for me. Yeah. I've been watching The Unsleeping City from Dimension 20, so I feel like I should be able to do the accent. I cannot um, do that one. That one is really hard for me. What, the the Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It just sounds, it sounds so fucking cocky, and I can't take it. Yeah, it does. I feel like you have to be a little cocky to live in New York. Probably. Yeah. Like, and that's probably. meant as a compliment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Desiree runs down the stairs and just expects you guys to follow. I'm following. Oh god, they got tiny legs, but they're so fast. fast. <laughs> yep, that's like part of their thing is they're fast. Um. But you get down to the bottom floor and you see, uh, as you get there, uh, you see Tori was just about to come up with your drinks and has like a tray and sees you all coming down and says, oh, are you leaving so soon? Sorry, uh, I'll grab my drink from him. Uh, and he like leans down a bit so you can reach it. I'll take it for the road. Of course. Oh yeah, I got you know that's a good idea. I'll take my uh, my mug of hot chocolate with us. Yep, and they give you each your drinks, and they look down at Desiree and say, "And Master Desiree, do you require anything?" And Desiree's like, "Nah, I'm good, thanks, Tori." And they like pat the side of their calf and jaunt out the front door. I look at everybody else and I'm like, "Do you guys uh, do you want some treats to go along with your uh, your drinks?" I'm good. I'll take some. Okay, I give Foostrock <laughs> one of them. And I take one of them out, and I start dipping my molasses treat into my chocolate. <laughs> my yeah, hot chocolate. Sugar and sugar. More sugar. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jester up in here. Yeah. Um, well, that's, I mean, that's what tieflings run off of, is just sugar. Sugar and spite and gayness. And demonic entities. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Desiree is out front of the tower. It's like they run a ways and then stop and wait for you and run a ways and stop and wait. Oh God. Hey, hey, look out. Hey. Like, <laughs> be hey like, that's, what, <laughs> that's what we're following right now. Yeah. 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 The, the whole way there, Boostruck's like scribbling on a piece of paper with his new fountain pen. And, like scribbling out and like writing again on it and scribbling out and writing again on it. He hasn't really gotten the chance to test it out much. Uh, Desiree comes back to you guys at one point and Fustrak, you're not really paying attention until you feel <clears throat> like claws dig into your clothes and they like 
climb up and like dig into your fur and they sit themselves on your shoulder. They're just like, what you doing? <laughs> he, uh, he, pulled, uh, so he just got done like scribbling out something. He's like, oh, just uh, trying out the, the pen that Jasper got me. Jasper's the uh, the little the little kobold guy. What am I talking hey. about? Little? He's taller than me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, I love this accent so much. <laughs> Get about it. <laughs> Don't ever say that to me, New Yorker. <laughs> so uh, you like uh, what a minute <laughs> Last time I checked. <laughs> Just don't don't see many many you your folks around. Um, where are you from? Uh, All right. Well, that's like a whole continent. <laughs> where from? Like where in there? Uh, Nathar tribe. Not All right. That's a little too from... specific. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly close for uh, to Constanos, but not horribly far either. Okay, you could have just said central, but I mean, you know, got a. I I don't get to uh, I don't really get to explain that too terribly often. <laughs> and they like they like punch your shoulder and are like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just messing with you. Um, where are you guys from? You, uh, I mean. Tieflings, I just generally until told otherwise assume you from Lachmanos, but you don't talk like a Lachmany. Oh no, yeah, no, I'm probably uh, probably not from there. Uh, you're you're probably from Harris, aren't you? Uh yeah, oh yeah, I'm from up by uh, Port Midcourt, eh? Oh boy, uh, this sweet little suburb called Reese's Ridge—you wouldn't believe it's just so nice. You can hear a lot about that place. <laughs> yeah, I was starting to gather. Where are you from? None of your business. Uh, she's from Amnoblin. <sighs> she's from this um, this little out of the way town that I can't really remember the name of because it doesn't really have any like distinguishing yeah. features. It's I feel pretty, like I know what you're talking common. about. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm it's not pretty, sure. It's a town. That's all you need to know. <laughs> is it like it doesn't it like, really have any discerning features? <laughs> is it like near or far from? You know, so it's, it's kind of one of those places that's wherever you are. You are. <laughs> Okay, all right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, uh... This is what happens when you and I have spent almost two years on a... Uh, four hours a week. Joking, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but they they just keep asking questions. They're like, so, I really like your get-up, lady. Would you... What are, you are you a mercenary? What tipped you off? Was it the fact that we're going to the AMC office? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to make friendly conversation. If you don't want it, just tell me and I won't talk to you ever again. I don't want oh, it. Don't damn. ever talk to me again. Alright. So, she doesn't exist anymore. Um, you know, so there's some things that are going on with her. We're pretty sure she's got some sort of, like, trauma that she's working through. We're still trying to figure it out. Noah, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I mean... God. I can kind of commiserate, honestly. Like, why the fuck do you think I'm in the middle of nowhere in Frosthold? Uh, job opportunities? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was, like, a perk of coming out here, but no. That's not why. Uh, hang on, I'll figure it out. Uh, oh, you're gonna try to guess it? Okay, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, 
They're the, obviously the candy, hiding from someone. The candy down here is real good. I'm I'm not necessarily hiding from someone. Oh, so it's not the candy? N- no. Okay. I mean, it's pretty good down here, but yeah. no. Speaking it's of like, which, do, do, you, do, a lot of, do you want what? some? My mom sent us some treats. Uh, sure. I hand him one. Them? Them? Sorry. Yeah. And they, they take the little molasses treat. They're like, what the fuck is this? And they, like, smell it, and they're like, ooh. Yeah, they're, right. uh, they're homemade. They're fresh from Paris. Yeah, and they, like, take a bite. It's They're so small that they, like, eat it in pieces. Um, but the whole time, they just keep talking. They're like, so, Minotaur, um, are you, like, are you from Arborea, or are you, like, a few generations removed? A few generations removed. Okay, so you've been, you you people have been around for a while. Do you um? This is gonna sound really stupid and racist, but I've always wanted to ask. Um, okay. Do you guys do you guys actually build labyrinths? <laughs> so Ow. it's kind of funny that you uh, that you ask about that. I have a cousin who has been trying to build a corn maze. <laughs> For oh my God. you have no idea how long, <laughs> and he just keeps oh fucking God. it up. He just it's a circle every year. I <laughs> can't figure out how to not make it. <laughs> oh my God! This is my I... fa- this is fucking canon. I want to meet this guy. <laughs> oh my! His God. name is Doric. He's boys. He got a problem. Um. Oh my God. But um. Desiree laughs and is like, I am so glad I asked you. <laughs> Alright. Like, I didn't want to be offensive, but it's just always a thing that, like, I heard that I've always wanted to ask. Hoid. Like, hoid. Yeah. Hey, honestly, when it comes to terms of racism, I've dealt with far worse. Same. Uh, and, and it was an honest question, not coming from a place of hurt. Just, you know, you didn't well, know. <laughs> I mean, if it helps in return, um... Vixu, only some of us deliver presents for Ingmia, and that's mostly like a Vulago thing. So, like, share and share alike. Zerda and Zoro, we don't really do that. Uh, I guess I. You know who Ingmir is? I do. Well, yeah. I don't know if Fustruck does. I don't think Fustruck does. Do you know who Ingmir is, though, Zach? Uh, I do not. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I try to read through the lore and I get a little lost. He's um, he's not really so. in the main lore. Um, he's he's basically Viking giant Santa Claus. Yeah. Well, I fucking uh, love him already. But. Yeah. We did a one shot um, last year where we tried to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was bad. Tried to break in. Uh, I was not proud of my storytelling. It um, wasn't. It was fine. <laughs> whatever um but uh yeah ingmir has a reputation of delivering presents on yule uh to to good honest folk and the the, uh uh desiree explains to you that there's there's this old story that vixu we originally came from the monomareg along with all the uh the dolmareg uh well the monomar back then i guess but um there's a story that we dig through the snow no matter how deep and we deliver presents for him because you know he's just one guy um but that's only slightly true and it's only like a few hundred of them it's not like the whole race 
So there's just a guy that, that has a bunch of presents delivered to people? Yeah, they spend all year making them. Yeah, he used to come to my house every year. I think he still does, actually. Well, that's cool I mean, it's not an age thing, but you just kind of got to... I don't really know what the, all the rules are. You, I'm not really a Balin person. You have to believe. Sure. Wait, believe in what? You have to believe uh, yeah. that Ingmir will bring you your gifts, and you have to also believe that you've been good all year long. What kind of gifts does he bring? A lot of, like, useful stuff, mostly. He doesn't... I mean, sometimes it's, like, candy and food for people who need it. Um... But a lot of times it's like useful things. Like uh, I've heard of like swords and bows being given out to people who can use them. I've heard of uh, people being delivered like whole like deer carcasses, like so they have food through the whole winter. I've heard Jesus. all sorts of stuff. Uh, one time he delivered me an entire potion set, and I accidentally melted a hole through the living room floor. <laughs> and this is every winter. Uh, yeah. Damn. So, hey, right. now that you're aware, maybe he'll come uh, find you. Man, I hope so. Even on my birthday back home, I didn't really get much. I usually got like a, like a glove full of nuts and like a couple apples. <laughs> a glove full of nuts? I want that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> it's my birthday and all I got was this glove full of nuts. <laughs> Just a bunch of hazelnuts falling out of his head. That's such an odd thing to put nuts in. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, well, maybe was, it's a mental tradition. I was thinking tradition. socks. Oh my like, god. He has hooves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It looks like a sock glove. Yeah. It's a horn oh, cozy. Uh, sock for your hands. <laughs> yeah. A sock for your hands. Yeah. <laughs> the nut glove. Anyway. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, as as you guys enter uh, into Ewa's proper, into the lake markets, uh, Desiree de directs you guys to basically follow the wall. Um, and you loop around the lake markets uh, into uh, Vidara. And then you cross over into the sort of, honestly, a little bit of a suburb of the city. It's mostly residential, uh, Fjord Hall, which uh, was named after a certain thing. Um, mm. But uh, the can't AMC imagine what that would be. No, I know, right? Um, no clue. The uh, AMC office is in the pretty much the northeasternmost point of it, uh, and Desiree hops down from Fustrock's shoulder and walks right up to the door and has to jump and grab the handle, and it opens up. Um, inside, set up not too differently from the Saw's office, though a little bit bigger. Uh, there is a secretary's desk. There's sort of sitting area. Uh, you see there is a tiny kitchen off to one side through an archway, and then there's a few offices behind the secretary. Um, the secretary is a male wood elf, uh, shaved head, a uh, little bit of a goatee going on, sort of dirty blonde, uh, dressed very nice and proper in uh, what would be sort of Constanos-esque fashion. So like pinstripes, uh, buttons, uh, sleeves, button-up shirt, uh, a little little tie vest. Um, 
and uh, he glances up from where he's typing away on an auto writer behind the desk and says, uh, hello, can I help you? I'll walk up and flash my badge and it's like, Magda Renly, bronze rank. I have some uh, information that I'm looking for. I had it originally sent to Mana's, but I wanted to see if perhaps I got anything here. Oh my, I just started watering. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm not crying, I promise. <laughs> Eyelashes. A whole twig, um, a tree. It's fine. Yeah, a branch. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, and the secretary nods and says, um, I can check to see if there's anything here. Uh, would you like me to send a message down to Manos to see if there's anything waiting for you? That would be lovely. Thank you. Absolutely. And um, he starts sorting through a couple file boxes next to him. Um, and finding nothing there, uh, you see him cast sending. Uh, and you hear him say, uh, Awa's office to Manos. Uh, Magda Renly is here looking for Letters, information waiting for you, uh, for her. Uh, anything waiting. And after a moment, you see him kind of nod. Says, uh, yes, there is a letter waiting for you. Wonderful. Is there a way to get that shipped over here? Um, Post we, could, we could have it sent instantly by Vodro Post. Uh, it's a bit expensive. How expensive? Um, well, and he looks over at a, a ledger and says, uh, it's about 10 gold a page. How many pages is it? <laughs> I don't know. They would have to open it. Um, one moment. And he casts it again and checks in. Uh, let me grab the thing. Uh... Do 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 do. Where the fuck did I put it? It's probably in the D and D folder. <laughs> Wanderlust, Magda. I, second checkup letter. I love that Magda is just basically every cop in every show ever. They're just like Renly LAPD. Yeah. Like just keeps oh, wait, walking. I actually, I have it right here. FBI. Oh, oh, oh hey. So I'll I'll tell you what's on it, and I'll give it to you tomorrow. Um, okay. Uh, he looks back at you and says, uh, it's four pages, so 40 gold. Oh, fuck. Um, how many? I don't think I even have that much. Nope, I Would don't. It would be four platinum. Nope. Uh, fuck me. Um, do I? Uh, we're all there, aren't we? Yeah, you're all there. Oh, do you, do you need 40 gold? I'm not gonna take 40 gold from you that's a lot i well i mean you could just take as much as you need um and at that point desiree walks up and like grabs the edge of the desk and like hoists himself up and says uh can you put that on uh, miss brahm's tab and no. the the secretary's like oh desiree uh yes absolutely and they write it down and uh send another message said uh, it should be here now. And you hear a pop and a letter drops. Ooh, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, a letter drops onto the desk <laughs> and they offer it out to you. Um, you see, uh, 
yeah. the original address from Manaz and all that. Manaz? Manaz. And it has come from Manaz. the AMC contract office in Rhyme. Okay, I'll grab it and just kind of like give Desiree a pointed look and just be like, I didn't need whatever. I don't care what you needed, lady. I'll read it just quickly. Do you want me to tell you what it says? Please. Okay. You're gonna read four pages. <clears throat> uh, well, two, at least two of them. Two notes. of them are are something different. Oh, okay. I, you'll, you'll get it when I get to them. Okay. Uh, expedited report for Vodro Post. Uh, created by Captain G. A. Sverrier's son. Uh, Miss Renly, per your request, we have information for you regarding Mr. Hector Renly. You may be interested to know that he visited our office the day before we received your request. He said that he was looking for his daughter, who had been with a young man attending Annika Academy some years ago, and expected you to be in the area. He was asking to hire a private investigator to locate you. As he was able to prove his identity, and he is listed as your next of kin in the Seeger Rayafir office, we were able to give him some minor information about you, including your rank and your time spent in Turisaz. Uh, he opted out of hiring help and left almost immediately. Upon receiving your request the following day, I was unable to find him. According to the Rhyme Harbor Master, he went to the docks, signed onto a merchant vessel as crew to help him pay his way, and departed immediately. I do have the ship's manifest enclosed for you, so you know what to look for if you intend to find him. Uh, I spoke to the Academy, and apparently he had been asking for a Mr. Callum Wright, only to become um, upset when he learned Mr. Wright was in Othedril and had not taken anyone with him. I assume he expected you to be with this person. Uh, however, when I informed him that you are an active member of the AMC with a good track record, he seemed worried, but very glad to hear you were alive. Uh, I'm unsure of your situation, if you're purposely avoiding him or have simply been away longer than expected. If you require help, please go to your nearest AMC office and request your either sanctuary till Mr. Renly is persuaded to leave you be, or request your record to be made private and change your next of kin uh, information. This way Mr. Renly will not be able to find you without your permission. He seemed very kind and worried for you, but I may not have the full story. As a member of the AMC, we will help protect you if anyone has darker intentions for you. Be safe, be well, and congratulations on your recent promotion. Captain G.A. Sferrier, son, Rhyme AMC, head of office. And attached are two pages uh, of a crew manifest... Uh, that states, uh, Manifest of Crew required by regulations of the World Commerce Authority, established 442E1AC by the Obsidian Collective, required in conjunction with Manifest Passengers, Crew, or other mission if applicable. You mean it's uh, not called the Kitten Caboodle anymore? <laughs> not this. This is not. No. Oh. This okay. is not associated. Oh. The World Commerce Authority for you guys uh, has been around a little over 50 years. It is essentially the Obsidian Collective uh, regulating laws around not necessarily trade, but the way trade is conducted so that there's records of everything and that way piracy is harder. Ah, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> the registered vessel is the Fifth Horseman, a galleon of 35 meters, captained by Ferdinand Orozco, uh, independent, not guild. 
Sailing from Rhyme, Amnoblin, to Urus, Frostholt. Uh, and there are a few things on this list that you're going to notice. Uh, first of all, is that Ferdinand Orozco and his uh, Gunner Master Apprentice, or, well, his Gunner Master and Apprentice, uh, the Orozco family are well-known long-haul sailors. Uh, Ferdinand is a fairly famous captain uh, based out of Rhyme. Uh, you would have probably met him at some point, maybe in passing. Uh, but Joan, uh, Ferdinand's daughter, uh, was actually a friend of yours. Um, Joan Orozco... Uh, briefly attended Annika Academy, but she dropped out to uh, join on with her dad. Uh, but you guys were actually friends for a while. She did not like Callum. Okay. Um, and on the second page of the manifest, uh, let me know if you need me to slow down. Hold on. Point. Okay. Can I just point out that your evil ex-boyfriend's name is the same name of the boyfriend in Halloween Town too? Callum? Cal. Callum. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, that's Calabar. Know. It's short for Calabar. Oh, that's right. But it's yeah. still Cal. I I haven't really watched a lot of the <clears throat> Halloween Town you, movies. Oh my god. I mean, I did like a long time ago, but I totally forgot. Like, what's I had name? to get you to watch Hocus Pocus. I know. What the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway. I, yeah. um, okay. are, you, are, you, are you good? Yeah, so she didn't like Cal. Yeah, Joan, like... She didn't actively try to tell you, like, break up with him. He's trash. But she was always <laughs> like, if Cal came around, she'd be like, okay, I'm going home. Yeah. Um, she was that girlfriend who is like, I know I can't convince you. You're just going to have to learn on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was a good friend, though. Um, you guys lost contact after Cal left you, basically. Mm -hmm. um, you also notice Vostovan and Mikhail Alakrid... Oh, um that's a lot. Yeah. Uh you don't they're you don't know them, but they are famous explorers. Um mm -hmm. it said Vostovan uh mapped the last unknowns of the Arctic. Mm -hmm. Um he uh, he is uh the navigator and his son is his apprentice. Uh you do notice a very familiar name, Jared Fowler. Uh he's about your age. Uh he went to school with Callum. Uh, he was friends with both of you. Um, and when Cal left you, Jared was one of the first people to be like, fuck that guy, what do you need? And you Aww. lost contact with him, of course. Yeah. Um, but he is registered as a cooper, which is uh, similar to a carpenter. Uh, they work with uh, shaping wood into kneaded uh, shapes with like steam and whatnot. Uh, they also seem make barrels. Does this seem normal that, like, a lot of people, like, that Joan and Jared are, like, on the same ship? Like, yeah, it's that's, they... that's not weird. Um, okay. Joan, Joan being the daughter of the captain. And well, the yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then Jared, um, Jared, you don't know if he ever finished school at Anima, Annika Academy. Um, but him being more than just a deckhand. Uh, insinuates that he's probably pretty good at his job as a cooper, so it may be magic related. That's, gotcha. I mean, how the fuck else are you gonna shape wood at sea? Yeah, 
Um, so, no, it would not be weird for them to be on the same ship, especially considering they were friends as well. She yeah. probably got him the job. Well, that's, yeah, um, that's kind of what I was wondering is, like, oh, is he trying to, like, get together people that I knew or something like that? I don't know. But. No, these were people that Hector never knew. Yeah. Um, and these people are also uh, slightly tenured crew. Uh, from what you can see on the manifest, which means they've been working there a while. Hector did not gather them. Um, but further down the list, you do see Hector Renly, a 65-year-old male from Vague Amnoblin, registered as a deckhand, uh, which is just basically a higher-on. Um, and also make me an investigation check, just for just for giggles. Okay. Oh, I'm sure I won't be giggling. <laughs> Uh, 18. Uh, just scanning through, um, you do see the manifest was written the day before your request would have gotten to rhyme. But as you're looking at the date at the bottom of the page, you just so happen to look up at the very last person listed. And you see they're the only person on board listed as a passenger slash merchant. Their name is Walter Dine, age 30, human from Issa Frosthold. Walter. Walter Dime? Like Dime. the coin? Uh, D-Y-N-E. Oh, like uh, like the, the guy like in Final the guy Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Who's a fucking nutcase. Yeah. Does he have a gun for an arm? That's what I want to know. You don't know. Ugh. That's concerning. So he That's... can just travel across the world like whenever. That's fun. Maybe. That's one possible option. Okay. Or it could just be a guy named Walter. Or there could be several guys named Walter. No, there's only one guy on all of that Lauren yeah. named. There's only one Walter. <laughs> yeah, it's that guy. <laughs> um, I will read over it and just go, uh, fuck me. All right. Um, yes, I'd like to change my next of kin information, please. Uh, oh, if I'm um, able to here. Yes, I can. I can manage that for you. Um, all right. Can I get your... Uh, and he, like, pulls up a couple sheets of paper. It says, uh, can I get your full name? Uh, your age and... You don't have to actually come up with the date of birth, but he does ask you for it. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't have a middle name for Magda. Uh, she doesn't have to have one. Allison. Magdalene Louise Renly. <laughs> All right. Louise! Right, make sure you write that down. Yeah. Louise, Louise. <clears throat> That's the name you get when you're get when you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Magda Louise. Magdalene is her Magdalene. Cool name. Oh, Magdalene. Yeah. Oh, so she's okay. Yeah. All right. Fallen from grace. She's just waiting for a Robin Hood. Yeah, and that's that's Marion. Oh, that's yeah. yeah you're right. Magdalene for Jesus. Magdalene, Magdalene is the hooker from the Bible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey. Mary Magdalene in the Bible is a a uh, an amalgamation of like three or four different Marys. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Magdalene Louise Renly. I'm 26 years old. Uh, she's an she's a Pisces. Um, you don't have to come up with your database. You're okay. It would have been in 475, but yeah, he writes it all uh, down. Um, Volda the first. Oh, just turned 20. Yeah. yeah. It was your uh, birthday, and you didn't tell us. I didn't know you. Well, I guess you got, got the Volda watch. The first. I guess you yeah, got the watch, didn't though. Meet them till like three and a bit weeks later. Yeah, I didn't um, know you then. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, make sure you write all that down. Yep, I am. Um, yeah, he takes all that down and says, Alright, and, um, who is currently listed as your next of kin? Hector Renly, I would like to change that, please. Alright, and he writes that out and says, And, um, who are you changing it to? I look at, uh, Noah and Foostruck, I'm like, Which one of you wants to be my next of kin? I'll do it. There we go. Foostruck Broadhorn. All right, and he takes down the info, asks you the same questions, um, takes all that down, and says, and um, if I could have each of you sign this, please. Gotcha. Sign it all. Boostrack pulls out his very nice fountain pen and <laughs> signs it. Yeah. Do and I need to sign that? <clears throat> as Would a you like witness? to sign as yes, as a witness? That oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna need a little bit of a longer line. I've got a lot of words in my name. You can he, just scribble he something. Flips the paper over and gives it to you. Okay, Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Virago. Yeah, and he writes witness and signs it himself. Takes a stamp, stamps it with a, like a rubber ink stamp, and takes an envelope, puts that in, writes a bunch of information on the front, and says. All right. Um, it will take us um, to update it around the world. It will probably take us a few weeks, uh, but I will make sure that's done post haste. Did the manifest say where they were going? Where it the... said Uru's Frosthold. Oh fuck! It's Do you need to see the world map? Uh, I'll change it to the world map for you. Well, they're gonna Ooh. have to make stops. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But oh, Uru's okay. Where is Uru's? Uh, it's down in the southwestern side. Oh, there. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's where all the furries live. It's Uwus. <laughs> Uwus. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I would like to go to Uwus. <laughs> Sorry. I would like one ticket to Uwus, please. That um, that wyvern in Bowbend is getting closer. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I love it. Uh, um, Magda kind of like looks at the manifest and uh, says after a sigh um, I would like the Uru's office Oh, oh, no. Yeah. oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Go, go. You're, okay, you're back uh, now. Uh, okay. Uh, no. I. The Ura's office. Could you. If Hector Renly comes asking about me, could you tell him that I took a job? out in the wilds of Frosthold and I've been reported dead. 
Just to it, please. I... Is this person dangerous to you? No, he's not dangerous. He just needs to go home. And that's the only way he's going to do it, so... Is this family? Yeah, obviously. Well, um... I, 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 I can do that, but... I, it's not exactly a, a common request to fake the deaths of AMC members. It's not. It's not that. It's just for one person. That's it. And if he does not turn back toward wherever home is, then I need to be informed. Oh. Okay, and they write that down. Um, we, of course, when AMC members pass, um, there is the issue that we recover their belongings and send them to their families. How would you like to approach that? Um... I that's a good question. I um, mean, we could say there was nothing left to find, but yeah, yeah, do that. All right, and he writes that down as well. I will update the Uru's office as soon as possible. Wonderful, and. I don't know if there's a way to spread it to any other offices, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be heading to that one. Well, um, I'll, I'll add it to the notes about your next of kin change. Great. Appreciated. Is there anything else I can help you folks with? Uh... I do have some letters that I need to send out. Um, I haven't written them yet, but... <laughs> well, I um... love that Magda just said that to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be for the post office rather than here. Fine. Uh, there is something else. Yes. <sighs> There's a man in Orthedriel. I'm not 100% sure where he is. Uh, he he there. is an, you know he's an Andalir. Andalir. Okay. Andalir, sorry. Andalir. Okay. Yeah. At the at the academy where No, Andalir it, is the capital of Orthedriel. Okay, okay, okay. Um I'm glad you remember though that that's where Justine was. Yeah, went to I remember I remember that. Um there's a man that, if I could get some information on, uh, in Andalir, Orthedriel, his name is Callum Wright. And he writes it down. That's the last known place that he was, anyway. So. What sort of information are you looking for? What he's up to, who he's with. Is this uh, a 
to do with any contract, or is this just a personal inquiry? This is a personal inquiry. All right, and they write that all down. Um, I'll see what I can do. Um, the AMC presence is not quite as strong in Caladras, but we do have an office in Andalia. Okay. Uh, would you like that expedited? Uh, that I'm going to be heading to Mana's, so uh, that's not as pressing. All right. I um, I can be sure that it arrives by the time you get there. Uh, do you know when you're leaving for Mana's? Uh, well, we are taking up a bit of a job, uh, in town here, so I would say in a couple days. All right. It, it'll be there waiting for you. I'm sure it won't take long. And uh, he writes out the rest of that, puts it in an envelope, and sets like these requests in a basket to be uh, processed. <clears throat> and uh, nods to you and looks to the others. Says anything else at all? Nope, I'm uncomfortable enough. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Same. Uh, Thanks. Well, um, have a good day. Uh, yeah, I'll flick my hat and leave. Mathady. Mathady. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, you guys head out of the office and Desiree kind of goes... Uh... Do you guys want a drink? I feel like a drink. Uh, oh, why not? I mean, I'm still working on my hot chocolate here, but sure. <laughs> Tori still has my beer. You didn't take it with you? No. Yeah, we all took it with. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, Desiree leads you... Uh, let me grab the... Thanks. Um, they lead you uh, a little bit further south into Fjord Hall uh, to the edge of the springs, this sort of park surrounding a large lake. Um, and there is a very nice brewery with uh, a tavern attached uh, just that sort of looks over the springs um, and uh, they take you there and say this place makes uh, probably the best like best ales and mead in the whole city uh, hottest stuff though you probably gonna have to go find like a dive off that yeah they take you in to get sloshed. I will order like the strongest one that they have there, uh, yeah. which probably isn't like super strong. But well, it's like uh, compared to liquor, it's not that strong, yeah. but it is a very strong, like super sweet mead. It's like dangerously like sweet to yeah. the point where it covers up some of the alcohol mm -hmm. um, and everything comes in these huge flagons so yeah comes it'll, in it'll do the job comes in pints <laughs> I'm getting uh, yeah you guys start your drink yeah I'll just kind of like every once in a while like take my mask down and do a sip and then put it back up and uh, kind of try and discreetly do it. Do you? Yeah. Noah goes over to the bar and he's like, "Hey there, uh, do you have a straw?" And behind <laughs> the bar is uh, is this uh, 
older Goliath uh, man, shaved head, shaved face, uh, covered in tattoos. Um, he kind of leans down. He's like, is straw? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, the sippy things that you get for your glasses. I, I know what the straw is. What are you drinking? Chocolate milk? Uh, yeah. Uh, one second. And he digs around under the bar and pulls out this little <laughs> box of like uh, paper straws and is like, here. Oh, thanks, eh? And I take two of them. He puts it back under the bar. And then I go over to Magda and I plunk one in her drink and I'm like, there you go. Now you don't have to take your mask down. You can just like scooch it under it or something. Because that's going to look less ridiculous. Do you want me... You know, I could just cut like a tiny little hole in the front of your mask so you can just stick it through. No, I'm good. I'll just kind of... I try to, like, push it up a little. There's so much, like, extra... Because it's a gator mask. There's, like, extra material. It's like you have to bunch it all up. It looks stupid. (laughs) It looks stupid. I just kind of... I just kind of pull it down after, and I'm like, I think my method was working okay, but all right. Oh, you know, I'm just trying to be helpful. And uh, Noah goes back to drinking his mead with the straw. (laughs) He gets to the bottom, and he, like, does that slurping thing, like, to get it around for too long. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Desiree gets, like, a large shot glass full and just enjoys that. Um, and uh, after after a little bit of a, an awkward silence, Desiree like looks at Magda and is like, "So, uh, you got family problems going on?" <laughs> no. What gave you that impression? You know, you don't have to be like a sarcastic bitch a hundred percent of the time you can like <laughs> dial it back to like 95. i mean it, it you know she actually has kind of dialed it back a little bit yeah weirdly oh, this is sort boy. of dialed back i uh i'm sorry <laughs> uh this was the only way that i could see him turning back so but what if he like comes looking for like proof for revenge yeah he's he's a shoemaker he's not well I know a shoemaker yeah but he's but he's he's also like a dad like a guy who would travel from rhyme a guy who'd travel across the damn world for his kid I honestly didn't think that he would do that I don't know. So, like, you're gonna let him come across the entire world looking for you to make sure you're alive, and you're gonna stop him, like, ten feet short of the finish line? Alright, listen. It's really none of your business. No, it's not, but I like commenting on other people's lives. Wonderful. (laughs) So what advice do you have for me, then, as another solution, hmm? I mean... All he wants, probably all he wants to know is that you're just okay and to, like, see you again. Like, yeah, no, not happening at all. Why? Good time to take a drink. Yeah. 
because don't need I've I made listen I already know like part of the story with the black cast gorilla shit something bad is happening to you I will very no actually I'm going to pull my sleeve back pull my sleeve back and just show them that's uh that's some necrosis right there yeah no shit so you don't want your dad to see you i made a mistake don't we all well it gave me that and i i want to solve that particular problem before i see him again Like, do you... Hmm. Nah, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just kind of thinking about... I know you don't know me, I don't know you, but... I was just kind of thinking about what I'd do in that kind of situation. If, you know, I had a dad who was... Cool. Um... I... Came all this way to see his kid, and you can't even give him like a "Hey, I'm fine, go home." Damn. You know. <sighs> no, I don't know. You're overstepping. Yeah, Just I know. I'm real good at it. Up front. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh. I don't know if you can tell this about me, but I'm from Fort Saris. Uh, well, I wasn't born there, but I was raised there. And uh, if you don't overstep your bounds there, you get stepped on. So uh, kind of direct. Great. Well, you don't know anything that I've been through. And no, I don't. You don't get to comment on it. I mean, so that are you going to stop me from speaking? Uh, can we not do that? The last time she tried to do that, we all ended up in jail almost. Oh, yeah. And you probably will again. Yeah. Fustrak downs his second <clears throat> tankard and has already ordered a third. Why <laughs> don't you slow down there, pal? It's only like four in the afternoon. Yeah. Not too big of a fan of family talk. Oh, why? Because you abandoned them? Oh, shit. <laughs> Desiree is like, oh, fuck. Uh, Noah, like, backs up a couple of inches. He's just like, okay. <laughs> I like how food's I like how Noah's like, oh, God, this building's going to come down. I need to have a good exit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to have the Edgelord and the Honor Cow fight it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if I hit her, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I I want to see it. She I may explode. Right. I want to see it. Let's just say I kind of understand where both of you are coming. You. 
Why exactly did you leave your wife, Foostrock? Uh, he, he laughs uh, a little bit, just like a low, like humorless chuckle. And, um, and uh, like takes a good hard pull of that third tankard. Because I couldn't be me with her. And what's that supposed to mean? How familiar are you with my culture? Uh, I know you. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's probably fair. Most people don't know too many people like me. My people, um, they tend to follow Zorai. And, uh, my group in particular is a little bit more, uh, fundamentalist than, uh, a lot of others. Uh, yeah, but I hate that word. Yeah, I mean, it's not inaccurate giving it's you that not, story. It's not inaccurate, but God, I hate that <laughs> word. Ugh. But yeah, sorry. That mean yeah. you just like going around starting wars then? You know what happened to me about, uh, you know, just before I left home, just before I met you? My dad and I had a fist fight in the middle of our village. Okay. And it was because he's too stuck in the old ways. Right. My people get hunted for sport. Our heads are stuffed and mounted. Our hides are tanned. They use as trophies. The world's evolving, my people refuse to. The way shit keeps going, I'm going to be the last of my kind if it keeps up. I love my brothers and sisters, every damn one of them, despite how much most of them hate me at this point. All I want to do is protect them. You know what happened to me when I died? I went to the pool. And I went to the tea table. And Delenn poured me tea. Because yeah. she's the one that I follow. Uh. I've come to realize that the family that I have by blood is not entirely the family that I need. Because that family by blood refuses to love me for me. Now your dad, if I understand correctly, has traveled halfway across a continent to make sure that you're alive because no matter what kind of fucked ups or slights you've had in your life, he still loves the shit out of you. That's because he I, doesn't know the extent of the fuck ups. All I did was tell my dad that we needed to try and incorporate some new fighting styles. And he challenged me in front of all my sisters and brothers. 
my wife, my in-laws, everyone. And I'm nearly beaten to death. And my hoof slipped in the mud, and he got one lucky shot. That's the only reason that they aren't getting the help that I'm trying to provide. You know why that fight happened? Because my wife told him that I was practicing outsider fighting styles to try and save my people. My wife says she loves me, but no matter how much I do to try and help make her safe, make her, make my dad safe, make everyone safe, everyone hates me for it. And so I had to leave because I can't be mean with them. And I can't stand idly by and just watch all of them die and do nothing about it. So at the end of these travels, I'm going home again. I'm going to help my people. I love my wife. I really do. This is just one thing that we can't agree on. And I don't really like that. I'd kill to have a dad that loves me despite all my fuck-ups, or at least perceived fuck-ups. Instead, I nearly have to beat mine to death in the rain even have a remote chance of him listening. So I get it. I do. But at the same time, kind of resent me for it. I don't think my dad is going to disown me for what I've done. When you have a face like mine and you've got it because you spat in his ten years ago it's going to be hard to look him in the eye. But you're well, I'm trying to make sure that I don't have to anymore. No, instead you're making him deal with it. That wasn't part of the plan. You're the one that said to him I'm dead. Seems to me that you're kind of just running away. I... It's not, it's not, my, it's not my place to say it, and I know it. I'm nearly 3 in. I'm, uh, Definitely feeling it, but you, uh, kind of passing the buck. He was never supposed to. He hasn't ever left Amnoblin. I don't even know how much he's left fake. He. He's lived there his entire life, and I was so sure he's go he was going to die there, and now he might... I didn't anticipate it. 
Well, um, just do me a favor, okay? I get how hard it is talking to family when it comes to your blood family. You were honest with this one a few days ago. We should keep it that way. Because um, y'all are pretty much all I got here. And I kind of get the feeling that uh, for you it's about the same. We're going to go to Mana. Mana. <laughs> Shit. <Buy laughs> We're going to. We're going to go to Mana's. And we'll go from there. I don't know what we'll do after that, but maybe this old Terra guy can point us in the right direction. I don't know, but... Whatever it is, I... I don't want to see him. And why is technical difficulties up? Uh, because it froze uh, on my face for some reason, so I'm just letting uh, you guys continue talking while I figure it okay. out. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, I forgot what I was saying. See, that's what I was worried about. Bring <laughs> to Mana's and find things out from there, see if Alistair can help. I don't want to see him until this is figured out. That is what I told myself when I joined the AMC to find a solution to this, that I wasn't going back home. Not until this was all taken care of. And it's taken longer than I wanted it to, obviously, but I can't, I can't look him in the eye after all that. You will someday. But till then, just remember if something happens to you, I'm the next of your kin, so uh, I get your shit if anything happens to you. It takes another big drink. I mean, yeah, better, you know, watch out for all my porn magazine. Oh, she froze. So whatever the. F oh, oh, no. What? Why oh, is there a porn? Yeah, there you go. Your porn magazines? You better look out for all my porn magazines that I have. No, but, uh... If anything happens to you, I'm gonna make sure to go visit it. Right. That's a threat. <laughs> and a promise. <laughs> Guess if I'm dead, there's nothing I can do to stop you, so... No, but I have the feeling that when I die, you'll be around to punch me in the fucking face, so. I'll take you another drink. You deserve the closure. Yeah. Honestly, I was half worried that he was going to be dead before I figured all of it out, but. I guess he's more resilient than I give him credit for. I look over at Noah, I'm like, all right, you spill. 
Uh, What's your tragic, terrible backstory? Well, um, no, we get one a week, so he has to go next week. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> well, you know, when I was growing up there in Reese's Ridge, like, it was, you know, I'm not trying to, to brag or anything, but it was pretty great. Um, Wonderful. That's all I need to know. There, there was this one time that, like, we were, we thought that dad was, like, cheating on mom with a neighbor lady nicole but then you know then nicole got she her and andy got divorced and she left and we were pretty sure nothing ever happened uh because uh dad wouldn't have any limbs left at all if mom found out but they're they're fine yeah i think they're okay and you know what i know you guys don't have like the greatest family in the world but uh, when we see Chris and Chips, I'm sure they'd be pretty happy to have you. Noted. Actually, I'm pretty sure neither of you will have a choice. So just be prepared. Cool. Who start just laughs and finishes off his tanker. Uh, but you will have warning because you can hear Dad coming a mile away. Because mm. of the peg leg. Yeah, the peg leg and the bird. The, there's a bird. Yeah, there's a bird. There's a bird. Yeah, his there's name's Wilbur. Wit. All right. Yeah. Wilbur. Yeah, so, okay. So I'll tell write you the story. Down. Yeah, write that down for me. I'll tell um, you the story. So Dan has this peg leg, right? Because he, he dumped a bunch of... Oh! It's a, okay. Yeah, he yeah. had a weird potion accident, and uh, it melted off one of his legs. So... We, you know, mom's a pretty good tinkerer, so we were going to get him, like, a sweet clockwork leg so, like, it worked better. Uh, but then, you know, the first one we got, he spilled more stuff on it. It's always just that leg. We don't know why. Um, and he ruined all the clockwork, and it's kind of expensive, and Ma was tired of fixing it all the time, so we just started getting him wooden legs. Uh, but then, you know, he found this bird out in the yard one day. And he felt bad for it, and he started to take care of it. And we didn't know until months later that it was a woodpecker, and it kind of moved into his leg. Uh, so now Wilbur just goes with him everywhere. Your dad sounds like the weirdest fucking pirate I've ever heard of. It's not even a pirate. No, that's Matilda. Matilda's the pirate. Uh, Dad's not a pirate. He's just a accident prone and likes a lot of things that are very caustic. Y'all ever thought about getting him, like, an apron, or... You know, we tried that, but uh, they wouldn't have a house if they kept buying aprons. No, I do want to just let you know that every time you open your mouth, (laughs) I don't believe a single thing that you say. Oh, I mean, you'll meet Wilbur when we see him. Great. I don't... I do not believe you, and I won't until... I actually see the bird. He actually, Dad won't stop feeding him all these treats that Mom makes all the time. So the bird's getting kind of big, and we're we're starting to worry about the structural integrity of the lake because you know we got to keep making the hole bigger. Of course. <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know. You would think birds that need to fly, like they would just not get anyway... so chubby that they couldn't fly, but he hasn't been able to fly for years. So the manifest that <laughs> I 
St. Olaf rant brought to you by Virago's Brews and Balls. Yep. Yeah. The, the I, finest place you'll ever find a potion that you need. Um, I actually <laughs> do have a bit more information oh. here. Uh, the manifest that I received about my father's whereabouts. There's a passenger on the ship. His name is Walter. Ah. What does that have to do with anything? Because the man who was helping the Blue Shore tribe, his name was Walter, remember? Ah, yes. Uh, Desiree perks up and says, Walter, like, um, what's his, what's his name? Full name? You tell me and then I'll tell you what the... I, well, that's why I'm asking is because I I know a guy named Walter, but he's uh, he's kind of shady. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. His name is Walter Dine. Walter Dine. Shadowy kind of dude. Yeah, and you see them draw something into the air. Say, uh, Miss B. That that Walter guy that's been around, um do you know what his last name is? And like what he wants and they send it off. And shortly uh they repeat the message they get back. They say Uh He's been kinda of skulking around the city, talking to the Glacier Watch. Came by the tower once asked how, about huh how recently uh like uh, like a month ago or something okay. um asking about purchasing like uh not anything specific but just like miss b's services so clearly something magical but uh, when he wouldn't go into any details, she said no. We think it's the same guy. He uh, said he came up from uh, Isa. Hmm, Isa. Yeah. Isa is the. Uh, it's a one of the larger cities in Frosthold. Oh, let me bring up the. Every time you say Isa, all I can hear is Jar Jar Binks. Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah, I see it. Isa is technically a member of the Runetown Ring. Uh, it's one of the larger cities, uh, similar in size to like Port Magnus and Lindholm. Um, it is the headquarters, or it contains the headquarters of the Glacier Watch. Um, and it is next to one of the beacons that form the line. Okay. Uh, and it is just a, a road and a mountain pass away from uh, Northeast, which is reachable from Monarchs. Uh, yeah. Okay. But uh, the, the, we, yeah, she said no, and he mentioned something about uh, visiting Yera and eventually Turisa's. Uh, and bow bent. All right. Uh, 
That is interesting. I don't know why he's gone up to Rhyme then, or up to Amnoblin. And then now he's traveling. Wait That's the thing. I think I think that he can teleport. I mean, I didn't see him do any magic, so I don't know, but like... Or he found a way to teleport. Well, I mean, there are, like... There is, like, a worldwide travel network, but it's, like, limited to only a certain group of people. Like, the Obsidian Collective and their friends. And a guy like that doesn't really strike me as a friend to the Obsidian Collective. Uh, Also, I think the nearest collective ring is in either, like, uh, like, Issa or Lindholm. I only think, I think there's only two on the continent. So unless he's, like, super powerful and can teleport himself without a circle, um, but then why the hell would he be sailing sailing back? Well, if he was that powerful, why would he be asking... Uh, what's her name for help? Uh, Miss Brom. Brom, that's it. Thank yeah. you. Right. This uh, this uh, this meat is hitting me really hard, you guys. I can see that. Yeah. Maybe he found somebody else to send them. I mean, there's uh, except for Turisas, there's uh, a master arcanist in every one of the rune towns right now. Uh, Turisas is waiting on getting one they used to have one but then you know the tower got destroyed and the arcanist got lynched uh so they're working on that again that's not good Uh, well we we are going to monas so maybe yeah mr altera is the master arcanist there maybe he knows something about that maybe he was paid a visit to maybe um. Yeah, I, I I don't know. That's that's all I got. It's just concerning. Yeah. She kind of just like really quietly mutters, like, "I wonder if Logan knows something about that." It's funny you mentioned that. Um, because about that moment. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, about that moment. Um, oh, you. Everybody roll me perception checks. Fuck. Oh no. Nat 20. Uh, uh, nine. 21. Oh, oh. Uh, mine would be 21 as well with the nat 20. Yeah. Um, it'll be Fustrock and Noah, Noah will notice first. Um, Magda doesn't notice it immediately because her back is, like, to the rest of the room to better, like, shield her face from anybody. Um, But you guys start to see what looks almost like a heat haze appearing in midair behind Magda. Like, not super close behind, but it's like a haze that starts and it gets wider and wider until you see this crack through the center of just, like, the middle of the air. And it's sort of this... Like, not quite black, but, like, dirty, dark gray color. Like, almost verging on brown. Uh, But it starts to split the air. And, like, a few other people look over and are like, what the fuck? And you all hear what sounds like 
do you know what ice, like really thick ice sounds like when it cracks? Yep. That horrible sound that just activates every survival instinct you have. Mm-hmm. You hear that as it splits to maybe like four feet tall and then starts to crack open as just like reality falls out in pieces. And suddenly a dark skinned elf looking man is shoved through and you catch just you two catch a glimpse of this like solid, uh, like, uh, alabaster skinned arm with these long claws with uh, multiple bangles around the arm just as if it pushed him through and it pulls back and the split seals and the man is thrown to the floor so hard that he like bounces a little bit oh. and he's just left there and Magda of course you hear the kerthunk behind you and you see there uh, in just shredded clothes uh, Lorcan. His hair has been like really badly shorn. Like somebody just took it and took shears to it. You see, both of his ears have been chopped short. Oh, what the? Uh, fuck? Whereas they used to be these long Eladrin ears. Uh, they've almost been rounded, like someone was trying to make them look human. Um, and he's just bleeding from multiple places, ears included. Uh, From the face, uh, you see one of his eyes is uh, a blood vessel is broken um, as he sort of like sits there and like blinks and tries to like gather himself. And he pulls himself up on one elbow and everybody in the bar is just dead silent. Bruce trucks on his feet. And Lorcan reaches up and like touches his head, pulls away, and his fingers are bloody. And he's like, oh. and he sees all of you. He's like, "Good afternoon, folks." Uh, um, you uh, you okay there, guy? You wouldn't happen to know where the fuck this is, would you? I'm gonna stride over to the bar. Uh, this is a tavern. Yeah, there's not a, a lot of people in here, but yeah, everybody's just staring, and the bartender's like, "What the fuck?" Okay, I'm gonna walk over. I'm going. How much for a room? Uh, uh, two, come two, on, two silver. And All right, I put two silver down. Does he need a healer? Just uh, give me the fucking room, please. Yeah, and he hands you a key. All right, uh, I take the key. Uh, I will... What room is it? I probably should know where I'm going. Like, it's a second floor room, like room number four. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna walk back over, and I'm going to grab Lorcan by the collar, just hoist him up, and drag him upstairs. Oh, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Oh. Come on, we're gonna uh, have a talk. Do you, uh, do you want me to heal him a little bit? <laughs> yeah, we're both following behind. Yeah, and all yeah. the people are like staring, and like people are like, "Should we call somebody?" No, what it's okay. Ha- I'm a healer. It's fine. Okay, and like a couple of the bar bartenders go to like clean up the blood, and a bunch of people are like, "What the fuck? What? What's that?" And yeah, you drag him up to the next floor. He's having a hard time walking, so you kind of have to half carry him. Um. And as you bring him in, there's uh, it's like a double room, so it's got two beds in it and like a nightstand in the middle. 
Um, yeah. I'm gonna throw him onto a bed. Yeah, just blood goes oh. everywhere. Oh, um, uh, oh, and he kind of catches himself and slowly picks himself up and sets his back against the wall. Um, and you see now that um, his fingers looked like somebody was actively trying to take them off, but they're still attached. Like something was biting him. Oh. Um, Jesus. And you see like all the jewelry and like nice stuff he used to wear gone. Uh, it looks like one of his earrings is actually just ripped out. Like, the ear wasn't ripped through, but it does have a little bit of a tear through it. And he sits himself back and he's like, Okay, um... Noah, do you want to uh, heal him just enough so that he's not going to faint on the bed, please? Uh, yeah, I can do that. And I'm gonna walk over and hit him with the cure wounds. Yeah, and he, like, pulls back as you get close. Oh, don't worry, buddy. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to give you a little tap here. Don't do it all the way. I want him weak. Uh, That's going to be five. All right. Five healing damage. Boostruck's going to pull his maul out just to be safe. And he's like, what the fuck? I don't even know you. What the hell are you doing? No, but she knows you and I trust her. And he looks at Magda like the most confusion on his face. All right, uh, it's time to stop. Stop talk. Start talking, because I figured it out. I figured at least something out. That this, and I'm going to pull down the mask. I'm like, this isn't from you. So who's it from? Oh, Morgan. Explaining to do. Oh my Just God! It just Morgan. dawned on me who the yeah. fuck this is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They said Lorkin. I know, but <laughs> like it didn't it didn't dawn on me. Now I'm like I'm checking my Okay, okay. Yeah, like super super dark uh skin, used to have long eladrin ears, used to have long black hair. Mm-hmm. Um but he's just like he kind of has a hand in front of him almost like that's going to actually stop you. And he's just like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um where am I? Oh, shit. And who the fuck are you? Oh, no. Uh, do you... And that is where we're gonna end tonight! Fuck you, Taylor! Oh, my God. <laughs> fuck you! Yes! <laughs> ah! Oh, no! Shit! Steps shit. for Taylor. Steps for Taylor. We're just gonna be adopting just everybody. Did Desiree come with us? Um, I assumed so. Yes, but they're being silent for a moment. Uh, so this guy is an Archfey, yeah? <laughs> or used to be? Yeah. Uh, somewhere near an Archfey. Okay, so he's pretty powerful. <laughs> Not powerful enough to knock his ears jump. Yeah, that's damn right. That is the darkest thing I've ever done to an elf. Yeah. I feel really bad. Take their jewels, take their fingers, their finners. Well, he has his fingers, fingers, but they almost lost them. Yeah, their finners, their piggers, their toesums. Or their (laughs) earsums. I was also like, fuck, next time I talk to Lorcan, I'm gonna, like, get him to tell me, like, some shit and see if maybe that'll give me some leads, but now he doesn't know anything! 
He probably doesn't even know his own name. How much you want to bet? Yeah, probably not. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, everybody, welcome to the official first hook of the uh, the campaign. Besides the Earthblood Fountain. Yeah. Oh, you mean the near TPK that would have been 100% my fault? Yeah. Yeah. Like, normally I'd be nice to be like, no, no, it's okay. Like, you're just playing your character, but no, that was it's totally 100% fault. your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very I mean, much I was so. also playing the character, but it was also... No, you were. You were. It's just your character makes terrible choices. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, sometimes. All right. So, uh, Ash is going to stew and just fume at me for the next week. Mm-hmm. No, uh, two weeks, because we're not playing weeks. next week. Ah! I'm moving. Ash is going to be out of town. I'm going to work on my book. This will give me time to write. How nice for you. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Um, But yeah, uh, so for those of you who don't know, we are not streaming next Saturday. We've all got shit going on. I believe my tattoo is on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's on Sunday. Home. Yeah. Not, not tomorrow, Sunday. The Sunday I already Sunday. got mine. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, just being annoying yeah. at this point. Um. So yeah. Uh, beat up another kid. I'm not responding to him. <laughs> so so yeah, we'll be we'll be taking a break for everybody to get their shit together, um, and then we in uh, I'm not sure when, but eventually soonish, we may have another player joining us. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's going to be fun. I, I still need to, to do his art. That. It'll probably be sooner rather than later from what I've uh, talked to him about, but he's yeah. definitely enjoying watching. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I've seen him through this whole chat. Yeah. 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 I see you, Coop. See you. Um, and is the is the Tuesday 2? Who is that? I'm not sure. I think that's I Avery. It's clearly somebody Corey and Coop know. I think that's Avery. My friend and Avery. I don't, I don't know who Digital okay. Smurf is. I don't know who either of those two are. All right. I don't know who Digital Smurf is. I don't know either. Uh, but anyway, uh, so. Okay, it is Avery. Get into the, yeah. The yep. Avery! I don't know well, you, but welcome. You'll meet her tomorrow, probably. Uh, I was about to say hi, I'm Taylor, but you know that now. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Uh, end card. Uh, we, uh, you can find us, uh, and check us out the week after next for another stream. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at Lauren ADV Co. Uh, we do have a link tree below on Twitch, uh, and it is listed in Twitter as well. So you can find the YouTube VODs, the podcast stuff. You can find our Redbubble shop that has, uh, designs by me and Ben. Um, and uh, support some stuff. Oh yeah, hi yeah. Joel. Hi Joel. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, I lost my place. Uh, follow our stuff, like, subscribe on YouTube, and all that because and every little bit helps to get us in front of more people. Um, because you know Zoom costs money. Um, but whatevs. Word of mouth. Uh, Ash. Hi. Oh. My, yeah, whoa, that was like, uh, ha- hello, my name's Astrid. Hello. <laughs> hello, my name's Astrid. <laughs> my name's Ash. Uh, 
you can <laughs> you can follow me at Astrid K Writes. Uh, basically anywhere, mostly on Twitter, but I also have an Instagram and Facebook, though I don't really use those very much. But hey, if you're into that, sure, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> that sounded weird. Um, you could also visit my website, astridnight.com. Uh, in the wake of the Kraken, Tales from the Year Between, Volume 3, is coming out on August 31st. Uh, you can now pre-order the digital, the digital copies, uh, and paperbacks will be coming later, but go on to amazon.com or wherever you get your fine books and you can pre-order it there. I have a story in there and it's pretty great. It's about pirates. Uh, also I have a book coming out in January, probably, uh, that's about D and D. It's pretty cool. Wow, like the perception check thing is like my favorite part though. I'm writing a book. It's called Perception Check. It's part it's book one of the Mages of Valmira series. And it's coming out uh next the beginning of next year and yay. It's four months. No, don't say that. Please don't say that. Oh my god. Uh, Taylor, um, do you want me to cry? Because well, that's a good well, way to get me what, to if, cry. what if I what if I say 120 days? Does no. that make it sound longer? No. Okay. Sorry. Um. Uh. Blake, tell us about yourself. Uh. Hi there. I'm Blake. Uh. You can find me at blakearwolf.com. Uh. It's B L A K E R W O L F E. It's hard to do it in this accent. Uh. I'm currently writing books about fantasy. Um, <laughs> uh, like what? Like, uh, there's some, yeah, there's some books I wrote about fantasy. Um, and <laughs> you have like you a just, billion. You could just I name I literally one. have four fantasy books. Calm yourself. Um, so the fourth book just came out of the Crystalline Chronicles. Uh, the Crystal Heart and the Crystal Moon. The final, the finale is. Uh, I think I'm at forty nine percent complete right now because I like stats and charts. <laughs> so um, yeah, about forty nine percent complete on that. I'm hoping for a mid September release actually, uh, and then I've got a paranormal romance coming out probably by October first is the goal uh, to get it out in time for Halloween. And then there's two more trilogies planned. <laughs> Uh, that are going to be one fantasy, one like hardcore, like high fantasy, and then the other one is going to be um, a lit RPG, I think, which will be interesting. So yeah, yeah. if you like, yeah. uh, if you like dragons, gays, and uh, weird situations, I've got you covered. Yeah, I'm trying to learn about lit RPGs too. Yeah, I started reading some of them, and I fucking love it. Oh, they're cool. just like, like send me some recommendations because there's just like they're like having the grand fantasy adventure and then they're like here's a stat block about what yeah. level they are and like what they've got how much That's hp kind of fun. and i, I just stats. like it because like my ah. my favorite animes ever have always been like i'm trapped in a video game on now same mm. uh, sword art online yeah sword art's good my favorite is dot ah. hack Yes, um, but it's the original. Yeah, so that's uh that's what I'm shooting for is like a sword art dot hack crossover. Oh, oh, 
Oh, I just learned the term. It's called isekai. What does that isekai? mean? That's like the specific genre of anime of people being like trapped in video games. Oh, oh gotcha. It's okay. called isekai. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. It's uh, actually, fun fact, Amazon does not have a category for lit RPG. Nice. Which also means, because I'm also a stats person, it'll be easy to sell. Because there's not yeah. a lot of it. <laughs> so, either way, that's just me. Uh, cool. Like, I really want to write one, so that'll be fun. Oh, I'm gonna. I mean, we both can. I'm actually planning to write the fantasy and the lit RPG at the same time, so do, like, alternating books and release two trilogies next year is the goal, so we'll see. Cool. I might do one based on that Lauren. That would be fine. Ooh. Well, and we're also writing... Oh god. oh my god <laughs> yeah game. so uh yeah. nanorimo is only three months away and we're gonna be writing the first book of the uh first campaign which will yeah. cover all the stuff that happened off screen that people haven't seen yep yep all right i think that that's yeah sorry that was fun. yeah uh, uh zach <laughs> yeah zach tell us about yourself then just so you know uh your fan collapsed looks like some sort of weird knife in the video oh yeah and it does like, kind of. yeah i was like oh all of this is like vaguely threatening uh, <laughs> you're damn right it looks like a cooking tool from japan this is yeah. that's who i am i am i am ungovernable are... and vaguely threatening oh that's... i thought you were gonna say i am a cooking tool from japan that's right <laughs> use me senpai all right Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Put that on a shirt. That's gotta go. <laughs> this, is, this is why. This is why people need to stay through the end of the stream. Is for the nonsense you people uh, say. This is this is who I am. You people. Zach, go ahead. Um, so uh, you can find me on Twitter at Zachary G. Writes or Zachary G. Author. Fuck. God, this is the second time I fucked up my own Twitter. Handle. It's okay. Just just do it again. Take two. Hi, you can find me at Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, <laughs> fuck me. Just, just say just, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> G author. I'm currently working on a collection of short stories, and I just submitted one of them for publication with the Cemetery Gate Society. I should be finding out in about a week, so good vibes will be appreciated. Good vibes, um, good vibes. Vibes. Uh, beyond that, uh, there are some stickers that are behind Taylor uh, that are available from my wife's Etsy shop, uh, Lini Draws, uh, L-E-N-I-E Draws. Uh, she is potentially also going to try and help Taylor with some uh, art for the campaign. Yeah, I need to get on that. Yeah, yeah she is uh, like beyond stoked to, uh, to try and help with that. So. Um, yeah, that's that's most of Sorry. what I have going on. I I don't have as much cool stuff like a website, shorty stuff published yet, or <laughs> anything like that. Uh, it's oh, okay. You'll get there. Yeah, no, Taylor, you'll get before, there. I Taylor, was laughing before you at do cool. your stuff. Oh, I just wanted to say I am currently wearing at Lauren merch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah by death or discouragement. Bubble. Yes. It's a pretty cool sweatshirt. I've been living in it for the past like week, so Wow. I have at Lauren merch right here. That's so yeah. weird to me that I like made a shirt and, and you're like, Oh, I have it now. I'm wearing and, it. So and weird. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I oh I put mine in the sink, but I had one too earlier. 
Yeah. Um, so. Hi, how are you? Um, Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm Bull. Uh, no, that was a that was a Peach reference, I believe. Yeah. Oh. No, no. Uh, what was her name? She was the one who thought she had a flow, and uh, yeah. Oh, she you? had yeah, yeah. Her sister. Hi, how are you? Don't listen to Don't my sister. She's nuts. She's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, flow and somebody. Uh, but anyway, I remember her name. Um, yeah. hello. My name is Taylor. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at everybody get ready. T A. I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E. It is a tradition now. Um, make sure you misspell it with an I and a Y or you'll never find me. That would be, that'll be our slash instead of, instead of slash, it'll be I-Y. I-Y. Even though that doesn't it's, make any sense. Well, every time I do it, it's I-Y. Yeah. So it's not yeah. a slash, it's a, it's a lean. Um, it's an M dash. Anyway, uh, you can find me there, um, but more importantly, you can find me on sonderediting.com, S-O-N-D-E-R, uh, where I edit shit for people who are exist in this stream. Mostly yeah. me. Mostly you. In the future, me. For now. Yeah, yeah for now. For now. Um, and uh, if you should require some editing services, no matter how big or small, and you don't wish to... I don't know, pay your favorite pair of yoga pants for it. Um, look me up. I know yoga pants aren't that expensive, but like a good pair is hard to find. That was like terrible advertising. You're like, if you don't want to pay me more than $36.99, uh, we can <laughs> talk about it. Listen, that's like, $36.99 is like a it's like a short story, so like, yeah. Oh, okay, I say that's like um, a that's like an unfavorable trip to Applebee's. <laughs> Wait, there. there's such a thing as a favorable trip no, to Applebee's? No, that's the that's the joke. Thank oh. you, though. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. I love the I, energy. What one of my best traits <laughs> is actually explaining other people's jokes because I don't get them. Thank ah. you, Avery. <laughs> Thank you. Good yoga pants can near a hundred dollars. Oh. Fuck you. Man, my books are worth three and a half yoga pants. <laughs> um, but no, no. The point is, the point is that um, I try not to crazy overcharge for my services. Uh, as a freelancer, it can be, it can vary wildly yeah. how much freelancers cost. Uh, like um, between two hundred dollars and five thousand. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm yep. in like I'm I'm in the lower range, um, and depending on what you pick, it can be. 25 to 50 cents per hundred words so that's the it won't destroy you <laughs> it's meant to be accessible for new writers and especially nano writers because i really hope i can get some people after nano but anyway uh yeah um yeah. what else uh obviously we plug the red bubble shop uh we've got a few other designs on there too we've got barago's brews and bombs mm -hmm. up there we've got the death or by uh by death or by discouragement um we have the logo we have a sheep that says fuck uh we have the of... mark of the phoenix that uh uh that Fustrock has on his chest mm -hmm. and some other stuff i think i think that might be it yeah that might be most of it currently oh i think i was i was looking at the idea of maybe making the character art into like stuff you can put onto things but i think i might have leanie do her version of that 
Oh, she can make have like a group shot. I want little I want chibi to do stickers. like little cuties. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That would be great. Oh, All right. like little chibis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now I know what I'm gonna ask for. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, so that's that's pretty much all of our stuff. Uh, if you missed anything, catch us on Wednesday for the post of the YouTube and Spotify VODs and podcasts, respectively. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think that about covers it. See you in two weeks. Weird. No. I don't know how I'm going to get through next weekend. I uh, uh, One day at a time, just like the rest of us. Uh, one I guess one five hundred dollar yeah. pair of pants at a time. Yeah, mm. that's, that's that's how we do. All right, anyway. two thousand dollar pair of pants at a time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody, <laughs> don't forget your pantsu, and <laughs> and I hope everybody's excited to meet Wilbur. Yes. I'm yeah. Now I am. For real. <laughs> I forgot about the bird. Yeah, so much as that is made up on the fly. Um, All right. Well, we'll see you guys in two weeks. All right. Bye, Bye, everybody.